Hey folks, Captain Kevin Faber here from Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tractor boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tractor pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you, when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay Marine. It's St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boat, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako boats dealer. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Faverson with Captain Kirk Waltz and... That's me. <laughs> the famous. That's me. <laughs> Captain Scott Shake. The mouth on the radio of St. Augustine. That's right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and so the Outdoor Show is brought to you by the Bearded Pig, Ring Power, Stack and Storage. That's a wrap, guys. Okay. Talk to you next Saturday. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Seven, what is a safe light in seven minutes yeah, in Georgia? Right. Yeah. Yeah, opening day of God, we got to go. I know. There's a lot of excited people that were that haven't slept much this morning, uh, last night. I know my son, he lives in Naples, and he told me he was going to be at the hunt camp on Saturday. And I'm Kyle lives in Naples now? Yep. And so I look at a Facebook wow. page last night, and I'm going, wait a minute. That's, that's his tripod at Fargo. So I sent him a text. I said, are you sitting in a deer stand? And he goes, yeah. I said, you got there early, didn't you? He goes, man, it's a beautiful afternoon. Oh, yeah. He said, I already see four does. And I'm like, you're a dog. Yeah. You know? What yeah. are you going up? I'm going to go up. I've got to uh, uh, work tomorrow morning. And then when I get done, we've got a soccer game to watch. So mm-hmm. i got to watch that game. I'll go up tomorrow evening, afternoon, and hunt with him. Which is when the weather changes. Yeah. Which so Monday the- morning, I'll hunt with him all day yeah. Monday. Speak yeah. of home. whoa. Yeah, well, there's going to be a little bit of a change coming. Yeah. Man, I am so excited about it though. I am yeah. sick of this heat. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so tired of it. I was, I God, was walking, walking around like yesterday afternoon, you know, kind of getting everything ready after I got done with my my trip, and I was like, man, this this just sucks. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it was it was 85, 86 degrees at the boat ramp yesterday when Easily. I came in. When I got in the truck, the truck said 91 degrees. Mine, mine said 98. I got in the creek and on Thursday, and the guy and we fished for a little while, and the guys finally said, "Dude, we got to put some air between this." Yeah, I mean, it was it it's, was it was hot. Yeah, it's it, hot. At least yesterday on the water there was a breeze. Yes, you know? yesterday yeah, was comfortable. It, it, yeah, yesterday was comfortable. Yep. Um, I, I didn't fish on Thursday, but I fished yesterday, and it was it was about as comfortable as you're going to get uh-huh. inshore this time of year. But it's it's really, really getting ready to change. And uh, real real quick, let's do a marine forecast simply. Uh, Kirk, if you'll bring yep. up the tides, I got you. But bearded pig, best the, barbecue around. Have you been to the? Uh, you, you, 
I tried to bribe my wife last night. I said, honey, you got I'm one right cooking. down the street from you. Yeah. I mean, it's three blocks away. And I said, let's go to Beer Pig. Right. No, I want I want something else tonight. I'm like, come on, really? I mean, and he could have thrown in the exercise thing. Look, we'll take the bikes and we can bike down there. Yeah. I was like, hey, let's go. She wouldn't do it. I'm, I was, so tonight, tonight might be the night. Tonight might be the night. I'm jonesing. Okay. All right. Today, West Winds 5 to 10. It's going to be beautiful today. Here's here's the front, man. This is this is a serious change. Uh, tonight, Northwest 15 to 20. Sweet. Becoming 20 to 25 after midnight. Um, they're saying three to four foot seas. That's, that's crazy. Okay. Uh, north winds tomorrow. 15 to 20, gust to 30. Uh-huh. Uh, four to six, yeah. I mean, it's... Boy, they uh, changed that quick. Yeah, quick. they did. Yeah, they they, uh, they they did because it was supposed to be 15 to 20. Now they're calling for up to, up to 30 tomorrow. Serious front coming through. Not wow. There's not much rain um, in it. That's not what, what I see. Uh, but then it's just going to back off on Monday, northeast 10 to 15. Yep. So, still... Pretty deficient, sure, on, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It's, it, I mean, Tuesday, east winds 5 to 10. Yep. But your temperatures are going to be, like, crazy beautiful. Yep. You know, and we need it. I, I know I, we I need tell it. you. Yep. I mean, I was shocked when we went out to South Dakota, and I called you guys last Saturday, and I'm like, you know, here I am in South Dakota. We're 500 miles from the Canadian border or less. Yeah. You know, we're North Dakota borders right up to the Canadian line, and it's 84, 85 degrees. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was so hot. The dogs were done at yeah, nine thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. If you remember um, last year when I went to Indiana, and I'm way up north Indiana. I mean, like you know, on the border of Michigan, Indiana, and I mean, literally, I was hunting in, in short sleeves, and, and I could have worn shorts. It was awful. Yeah. It was eighty four, eighty five degrees in Indiana in November. I mean, now at the end of the hunt. It, it it got down to where it was supposed to be in the forties and fifties, you know. But still, it never it was never never cold. How do you plan for a trip? Because especially like a trip you, like yours, something can happen. I mean, overnight. Well, I think right. You can always predict, you know, forty eight seventy two hours. So now on, on your iPhones or your laptops, you just go on there and you look at the weather for that particular week, and they're pretty accurate. Yep. Okay. I mean, we packed for it. I told my guys, I said this will be the lightest suitcase I ever took to South Dakota. Sure. I mean, I took feather feather paper pants that I bow hunt with around yep. here in the heat. I mean, because I didn't want to get up there with chaps. I mean, those guys took jeans and chaps and all that. Oh, Lord. And they were dying. Oh, yeah, wow. they're dying. And then I took these paper shell, these Magellan shorts yep. and, and yep. that had the zip-off legs. And I, I was comfortable. Yeah. You know, and then you take really, really light shirts, short sleeve shirts. Yeah, just like we would wear – Offshore or something. And instead of taking a heavy, you know, bird vest, you know, with the big giant pockets, yeah. I, I actually went two days before we left to, to Academy and and bought a blaze orange little zip up hunting vest that we would use around here. Right. It's like paper shell light. Right. So and here it, here's here's the difference is you talking about the weather. today high of eighty seven. In Georgia in No, no. Here, this here. is this okay, is okay, here. Okay. High, high of eighty seven tomorrow, seventy four. Yeah. I'll take it. 74 uh monday 77 tuesday 79 um uh, and then and then your low to, uh tomorrow night is 60 um it's probably inland it's going to be in the in the 50s yeah you know um and then and then 66 68 i mean it, it probably cut the humidity in half too even this morning man it was like mm-hmm. you could cut it with a knife oh, well I mean, you know it, it's funny when i it was cooler at the beach uh-huh it was cooler at the beach than it is here at the okay. studio yeah, I, yeah, by there, probably there, three degrees yep i agree 
And I got up this morning. I, I walked outside with the dog at five o'clock to let her walk around. I was drinking a cup of coffee. And I was going, I can feel it already. Mm-hmm. You know, and and frankly, I think we really need it. The water temperature is still 80, 81 degrees. Yep. The fish are biting fairly good. You know, we're kind of going through spurts. Yes. We need that cooler air to push some cooler water in here so we can make that final change. I mean, I talked to Raymond King the other day and, and he said he's up west of the Matthews Bridge, up by St. Vincent's Hospital in that area up there. And he said the row mullet and the, the finger mullet are up there by the tens of thousands. And yes, he, I've heard that. Push. This, and he said yep. this weather right here, it'll push them and it'll, they'll come flying out. Yep. And, and that's yep. what we need. Yep. You know? yep. Need that last big jump. Yep, for sure. Tides brought to you by Angie Subs, uh, the best sub shop on the beach right there at the corner of Penman and Beach. Um, it, I like these tides for this week mm-hmm. in particular. It kind of started last week because you got a low tide at 7 a.m. in the morning. And I mean, excuse me, a low tide at 11.50 a.m. Yeah, in the morning. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> and a high tide is at 5.38, uh, you know, an hour and a half ago. So, around a 4.9. I like these kind of tides because it allows you to, to get out on high water and you've got that creeping sun as it comes up. And it, it just seems to me makes for a really good bite of fish. Mm-hmm. You know, I went up in the creeks this week, and the rat reds are already starting to bunch up in the creeks. Man, it's, the rat reds are... It's it's probably one of the best year that we've seen in a long time. Uh-huh. We talked about this on the forecast show. I mean, we're you're talking about Mayport. We're talking about Palm Valley, St. Augustine, St. Augustine South. Where everywhere you go, there's rat reds, which I mean, is awesome. Which is good because yeah. the water's kind of warm, but yeah. at least it's the right time of year for them to do that. And this cold air is going to drop this water temperature down, and, and they're really going to fire up. I saw a lot of good-sized reds yesterday pushing around last two, three days. And it was kind of cool to go up in the flats and get way back in there and see those fish moving around. Tons of mullet in the in the Mayport, St. John's, intercoastal going south towards Butler, all the way north towards Fort George and further up towards Nassau. Just tons of finger mullet. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Uh, no. Yeah, I, the, Leon no, I said mean, there was all you know quite a bit up in Palm Valley. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. I mean, I don't want to say I struggled, but I bet you I threw the net twenty times yesterday for yep. fifty for fifty of them. Mm-hmm. And 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 I fished North River, right? Yesterday, you know, starting around the airport basin yep. and 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 towards Pine Island, and and I mean, for the first two and a half hours, maybe three hours, I didn't see any more. No. I mean, oh, wow. I, I mean, none. No. You know, now once the tide got way down. And I was further north around Pine Island. Right. Uh, I, I saw, you know, typical schools of mullet coming down the bank where you didn't have any problem catching them. But, I mean, besides that, I mean, you know, Leon called me yesterday and, and he's like, hey, man, I'm thinking about going to the inlet tomorrow. And I'm like, I, you know, if you're going tarpon fishing or whatever, you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. There's nothing There's nothing pushing out. Yeah. Well, well it's coming. And he said there was tons of tarpon downtown. Yeah. He yeah. said there were tar- tarpon everywhere. He said from 30 pounds to 150 pounds. Yeah. Saw some giant ones down there. Yeah, so. I've, I've 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 heard of the. the well, the, the bite tarpon. I think has been really nighttime. The bait, you know, the bait gets underneath the lights around bridges and mm-hmm. and more so at nighttime. And I know the shrimping up in the river's been really good. Really, really good. And As I, in the shrimp boats or the both 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 the guys throwing recreational nets. throwing nets. I've heard a lot of good reports from you know downtown. I don't know where they're they're shrimping. I have no idea. Right. Um, but I do know that the other day I pushed west of the Dames Point Bridge and caught Virginia croakers. 
I mean, some big ones, Boy. you know, that look like, you know, yeah. 15 I've inch. I've caught some of those this rat year. Rat sure, so many. I, have, I've caught, yeah. I caught one. I caught one on third. I mean, a good one. Yeah, Not good that one. big. I mean, for us, that's a pretty dang good yeah. one right there. Well, when you start seeing those, and then you start hearing about black drum bites up in the right. creeks, and then that's I heard uh, Brad Smith said he found a big old school of uh, yellowmouth trout. When you start finding those, and they start pushing, you know, they're still west yeah. of the Danes Point, but they're pushing this way, that means the shrimp are pushing, you know? And, and, and I find it interesting because the water temperature hasn't really changed that much. I mean, it's dropped a couple degrees. It's incredible how warm it's still. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I'm saying. And we're st- when we're seeing we're seeing a fall fishery is what mm-hmm. we're seeing right yeah, it's now. It's like an Indian summer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've talked about this in years past. I mean, I- when the water temperature, I mean, I know out in Roby went offshore yesterday and caught kingfish. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw a guy yeah. spear. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been catching them for the last two weeks. I yeah, mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I went out about a week and a half ago and got on a good bite. I did too. I was about a week and a half ago. I was what, probably the like I said the best bite I've been on all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it was incredible. Real quick before we take a break, let's go talk to Gary. See what he has to say this morning. Morning, Gary. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Good. What's going on? Yeah, I see old Jeff's hiding. He guaranteed that Jags victory last week, and he uh, went easy. out of town. Uh, yeah, careful now. Careful. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you dish it out, you got to be able to take it, I say in life. Hey, guys, are the triggerfish are running real well? How about the mullet? Has the mullet picked up at all anywhere in them? Well, I think this nor'easter that we're getting ready to see, Gary, you're going to see the mullet start to come come out of the river. It's just a matter of time, you know. Within the next day or two, you're going to see big rafts of them, you know, coming down the, the St. John's River. With this wind now at 30 knots now because uh, yeah. we talked Thursday night, it was no – 15 to 20, it wasn't much, but now... Isn't it, isn't it kind of strange not seeing them more plentiful though this time of year? Well, I mean, the water temperature's warm, and so they're still staged up, you know, up up in the up in the main parts of the upper reaches of St. John's River, you know, west of the Matthews, down towards the Doctor's Inlet. They're still, and I heard uh, Raymond told me, you know, Green Cove, he said there's still some big rafts, big knots of, of row mullet up there, too. We just haven't had the cool weather to no. drop the water temperature, and that's really what sets them off. That and the lengths of the days and the amount of light. Right. That, that like seems to be what sets them off. What, yeah. 10 days, two weeks ago we had. Yeah, when we I had mean, that cool I caught, weather. I caught some really nice mullet. Oh, yeah. I, I put a bunch in the freezer. I did, too. You know? And it was maybe two weeks ago, but that was the first nor'easter that we had, yeah. and those fish are the ones that push out of the Carolinas. Yeah, yeah. That's your I first appreciate it, guys. Always enjoy the show. See ya. All right. See you, Gary. All right, folks, give us a call, 641-1010, 641-1010. This is the outdoor show, the Nimnik GMC Buick outdoor show. I got it. Come on, come on. Yeah, almost. You could do it. Yeah, come on. So give us a call. (laughs) You could could do Nimnik Chevrolet Chevrolet or the Nimnik Buick Buick GMC. GMC. There you go. Outdoor show. Thank you. Bless your heart. God bless you, Chris. Yeah, it's a great song. I don't know that you've ever played that one before. Yeah, I have not. This I, is the, the first time. Yeah, the I, I like to I like to go through and yeah. and, oh, and you know shake shake things up a little bit. Yeah. I saw this one. I was like, oh, Grandpa, oh, Grandpa. There's another one um, that's that's that, that I've listened to a lot lately by Ryan Green called "I Wish Grandpa's Never Died." Yes. Oh wow, it's a great song. Great song. It's a great song. Cheer you up a little bit if you're by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> not by yourself, are you, Scotty? <laughs> <laughs> All 
Oh, you know, he come sound- over here and start hugging on Kevin and I. He already. sounded like Eeyore. Just <laughs> yeah. all right. Yeah, all right. Oh, it sucks being around the house with nobody around but me and the dog. Hey, Everybody's so- have a dog. Yeah. C Marine Construction. Uh, Scott, you know these guys well. Oh yeah, uh, custom builder of docks, boathouses, bulkheads. They, they've been serving Jacksonville, Orange Park, Jewel Creek, St. Augustine, Fruit Cove, Mandarin, Green Cove Springs, Lake Asbury, and Greater North Florida forever since 1979. Good people. Great people. Yep. Yep. If you go to C and D H Marine.com. C and H Marine.com. Yep. Very good, cool. Good people. Yeah. So we got Noel holding on the line. Oh, yeah. I saw Noel yesterday at the Did ramp. you? Yeah, did you really? Did. Really? Yeah, I'd was, love to hear a yeah, surf report. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. Good morning, Noel. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you doing? Hey, I, I got a question for you. This just, sure. just, just. Came right to my mind right now. Do you ever catch rat reds in the surf? Um, very, very seldom. It's usually, you know, starting now for the next thirty days, we'll catch the big bulls in the surf. But I've, I've, I've said I haven't caught a little rat red in about five years. Okay. I mean, I, obviously they stay in shore. They stay in shore. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, you know, we. Don't, I mean, for years we really didn't catch much at the jetties. Yeah. And it seems like the last two or three years we've caught a caught lot, some yesterday. A lot of rat reds at the jetties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've right. seen that too. But man, we sure am looking forward to a good day today. It was it was nice yesterday. The water in the afternoon turned to a ten. It was absolutely gorgeous. I could see mullet the surf fifty yards out. Um, wow, were you at Crescent or yeah, where? Started at uh, Volano okay uh, yesterday morning and finished uh, fishing in Marine Land in the afternoon. Excuse me, just a second. <clears throat> A little froggy this morning. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at Flagler this morning, and the water is absolutely gorgeous. And uh, caught some sand fleas here yesterday afternoon and just saw tons of mullet in the surf. So yeah, nice. really looking really yeah. looking forward to some real serious action this morning because the, the seas are, are beautiful. Just got down to Flagler. Um, Pompano are just showing up. Um, all of November should be really good. They're, they're late getting here. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I was telling Kevin and Scotty here, there's still a ton of mullet up and around Sisters Creek, up into Fort George, all the way up through the Nassau River, and then areas south. And then talking to some of the guys that are going way up the river, west of the Matthews Bridge, they say there's just tons and tons of finger mullet up there, just big rafts yeah. of them. This blow is going to get them yeah, moving. It, it is. There's no question. It is. I- I think what we usually experience in October, this year is going to be in November. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I remember yeah. October a year ago, I had Tim Soule, another guy out, and the rafts of mullet outside of the North Rocks and the tarpon in them yeah. were, were epic. Yeah, and, and we really just haven't seen that. Uh-uh. I mean, you know, there's – but we haven't had any weather for it, no. I mean, seriously, September, uh, we had like like one-day little nor'easters. You know, we didn't have any of those a, a full blown like right. we're getting ready to have. Yeah, this is know, really going to be a true yeah, nor'easter yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. To, to, today and tomorrow and, and 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 Monday. I mean, it's going to be you know, it's going to be yep. a, yeah a true nor'easter, and it's going to be a temperature drop. And I don't know if you guys remember last year. Last September was cold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was. Yeah. I mean, like like up in Georgia, it was like jacket mm-hmm. in the middle of September, which is crazy weird you know yeah. it was it was literally in the uh, almost in the high 40s and obviously it, it, that makes its way down here and we had we had a, we had a good mullet mm-hmm. run last year you know and it, this year it was just kind of a trickle mm-hmm. you know yeah. hey 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, for the people that want to go surf fishing and stuff, because we are getting into everything between redfish, bluefish, you know, pompanos, whitings, black One drum. Fish, two fish. What? <laughs> <laughs> really, I got to have that on the background come in my ear. Uh-huh. No, please help <laughs> me door, out. The door was so open. I know it was, it was open. Uh, if you would have gone whiting next, uh, I thought he was going to go redfish, bluefish, whitefish. I thought, that's what I thought. That, but, but you didn't. I you think skipped, that's funny. You skipped a couple, and then you went white whiting. Go ahead. Yeah. I know you lost your so, total train I of thought, but go ahead. Can you finish? Now. No, people want to go fishing now in the surf. What, what is... Do they know what the hell to do? Can I please have the floor? Yes, you got it. Go ahead. Golly. <laughs> this is the respect I get around here, Noel. None. Uh, um, can I have some but, green eggs and ham? Uh, <laughs> What 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 is your setup on the beach this morning? What how many raw? I mean, what kind of what do people expect? What kind of gear do they need to bring? How do you fish for the next two months? So how about for right now? Right now is is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my my style of surf fishing, I call it aerobic fishing. I'll I'll have seven rods out this morning. I'll have three of them big game, either a whiting on there or mullet. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then the other four, they're going to be for pompano, whiting, and uh, you know drum fishing, fresh sand fleas, and some fresh live shrimp on uh, double dropper rigs. So right now, because the mullet's here, I'm going to put out everything because it could be a one pound whiting or a hundred pound tarpon at any moment. So right now it's a mixture. <laughs> That's funny, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, after the mullet leaves, then it's all going to be about, you know, sand fleas and clams and shrimp. Right. Going after, going after uh, whiting, pompano, black drum, red drum. Because right. I know you're losing your voice. I got one, <laughs> one more question. Um, at what water temperature do we start to see the sand fleas disappear? Yeah, a lot of that has to do with air temperature also. Okay. They just don't come to the top. Right. You know, if you ask me, if you ask me about pompano, at 65 degrees, they're gone. Yeah, 64. But as far as the fleas go, you can catch fleas in the wintertime if you have a really warm afternoon. You know those yep. Florida days when you get up to almost 80 degrees in the winter? Okay. So <clears throat> so we can kind of relate sand fleas to fiddler crabs. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they'll come back up. They'll come back up during winter days. But you've only got a few hours on those warm afternoons where you can catch them. Otherwise, they're down deep hibernating. Right. How far? How far does a sand flea bury? Ooh. Ooh. They will go very deep to get away from the cold. I mean, a foot. Um. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I've always wondered right. about that. Yeah. Where? How far down do they go? I mean, do they just keep digging to avoid it? I don't. Know. I, I. I don't either. You know what? I know a lot about sand fleas, but there's two questions I'm going to find out now. Like, yeah. Next time you get on, you need to tell yeah. us. You have to bring a shovel or a backhoe the next time you go. You know, and, and, and I guarantee you, Dr. Quentin White would know because he actually he he studied really. Sand, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. kidding. Oh yeah. If you talk to him, I mean, he's all about sand fleas. <laughs> he'll, he'll answer. Make a friend Doug Wenzel. That's all he ever goes. Well, yeah. every time Doug fishes with me, he, he brings he told a bag us of sand how fleas. to find the mail. You yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. 
It was, yeah, the male doesn't uh, has the pointy and 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 the. No, it actually lives in the female. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, yeah. He. Oh, yeah, it's 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 it. It was it was the coolest thing he taught us all. I'm telling you, dude. He taught yeah, us mole crabs. Him. Yeah, the mole crab. That's yeah. why they call it a mole crab because it did. But I thought there's a land mole crab. Well, this is uh, you the know. one that digs the holes in the. In the yard? No, that's called a mole. Oh. <laughs> you guys. Man. <laughs> you, guys, okay. you guys are just having too much fun. Well, man. of course. Yeah. It's I mean, Look, it, it, you're talking about uh, all of us are getting a, just a little giddy over the weather. We're all tired of of, of the heat, though. Oh, I mean, it, it, seriously, it, yeah. it, it brings <clears throat> you down after a while. I mean, and it's just continued, mm-hmm. you know. We, we kind of got teased, what, a couple, three mm-hmm. weeks ago? Well, for like two or three days, yeah. after that, it's just flipping hot. No, just the heat beats you down. By two yeah. thirty, I mean, I'm just like, I got to find some air for a little yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I got about three hundred sand fleas sitting here with me. They're ready to go. Good All job. Right. All right, buddy. Thanks, Noel. Yeah, ask them how deep they go. Yeah. Call us Thursday and let us know what you call. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's All a right, red fish, blue enough. fish, or white fish, <laughs> or black fish, or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> see you, buddy. All right, see you, Noel. Yeah, that was that was always fun. The uh, the surf fishing tournament that we did years ago. Yeah. we were kind of, again kind of ahead of our our time, but um, it, it was it was redfish, bluefish, whiting. Yep. It yeah. was was the categories, and um, and then the the cool thing remember is is I had I had a lease, a one year lease on a car. If you landed a tarpon, oh, during in the surf during the tournament, yeah, you got a one that. year lease on yeah. a car, really, free yeah. Le- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And man, the the beach at Porpoise Point was 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 lined elbow with, to elbow, uh, yeah, with with you know, and and people throwing anything from you know spooks to live bullet, trying to catch a tarpon okay, in the well, surf, wait. and they they hooked them. How do you stop them though? I mean, we at least have a boat that they could either. Pull. No, I mean, that, if they, if you know it, what I'm trying to yeah, tire no, no. them down. How do you tire them down? That, that's that's the problem with the hundred pound fish. And 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 I've I've hooked. I mean, I've gone and specifically fished for tarpon in the surf with a big live mullet. So eighty times. pound test, same thing as we do out of the boat. Yeah, but I've never landed one. Mm-hmm. I've never once he gets past the breakers, and and you, and you can't stop. And, and and look, even if it's eighty pound braid or whatever, a hundred pound fish, he's going to break it like thread. If you've got it tight down too much, right? You know what I mean. It's so the only way to do it, it is, is, is to catch a twenty at. to fifty pounder. Yeah, small one. Yeah, small one. How do you get it out? How do you catch? I mean, you don't have to, dude. It's like right behind the breakers. Okay. No, no. When those mullets are coming down. Yeah, no, no. That, I agree. That, I understand yeah, that. Especially, especially on the high tide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can see now. Uh, I mean, on yeah. low tide when you got the two. You yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah. When you you know got to walk out. You got to walk out there, but but on that. That was called a slew. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, but but that 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 higher incoming I'm so glad I'm here for your incoming tide is it was fun. I had one. This if I'd had a picture of this, I'd be a millionaire. Yeah, we went out at night, and which was pretty stupid. First off, to, to go out waist deep catching mullet, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and all you hear around you is <laughs> like, okay, let me get this net out. Anyway, I caught like four or five big mullet, you know, and. I, I, I chucked one out on a big spinning rod, and just about that time, a full moon was coming up. Yeah. And I hooked a tarpon, and he jumped in the moon. Really? Oh, boy. I mean, I can still picture no. it in my mind. Yes, yes, boy, jumped in, in the moon. Uh. And my wife was standing right there with me, so she will, she will tell you. It's true, which was one of the – I mean, what 
what are the odds of that? What's the picture? But yeah, yes, that wow. that fish was was silhouetted in the moon. It was cool as hell. Yeah, mm. I love surf fishing, but it's just so. Mu- I mean, you got it. You got to get so much gear together and ready to go. See, I don't think so. I think I think surf fishing is probably as simple as it gets. A, a spinning rod, and a rod. Go get- well, no, but yeah, but you got to try. I mean, some of the times you're trying to get away. From the groups of people that are either swimming or whatever, so mm-hmm. the little, you know, your yeah. cart, you know, I your mean, carts think, think, and all that think, kind of stuff. Think about the desert, which yeah, yeah, yeah. what we call the desert yeah. is, is Guana State Park. Yeah. Right. right. There is nobody down there, no. man. Yeah. I mean, you can you you can yeah. have a stretch of three hundred yards. Well, of, if you do it like Noel does, he's got it down to a science. He's got the cart with the big wheels on it. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like well, dragging yeah. a little wagon. Yeah. Everything's on it, and he just pulls it out of the truck. Puts it on the ground, puts the rods yeah, no, in no, it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, boom, he's no, gone. And, and 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 I know what you're saying. You can make it as complicated or as less complicated as you want. I would agree. I mean, let's so Jake take two rods, yeah, two spikes, a five gallon bucket, a five foot cast net, and 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 a couple extra Captain's Choice tackle rigs. I mean, I, I, no, mean, I get I mean, it, but I'm know. just to do your homework and stuff like that. Surf fishing, those slews change on yeah. you know on a weekly kind of basis if i think it's like our tackle boxes if you overthink it yeah that's right you okay. can go ballistic right. yeah okay. if I, I, you keep it simple stupid yeah you can go down there with a spinning rod uh a, yeah. a couple of hooks and a little bag of shrimp and a bucket and fill it up yeah and, and, and it's just in comparison it's just like our buddy captain ricky Prepore yeah. was talking to us on the forecast show hollywood it, hollywood hollywood oh, yeah Ooh. and 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 he's 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 putting way too much pressure on himself to go catch a redfish. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I've just never really inshore fished. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, it ain't that hard. No. No. <laughs> you know? Simple, quit, stupid. Quit, quit, yeah, but, quit. but he has to keep up his world record status. So that's, that's why point. he's overthinking that, that, it. That's true. He's he's gone from a 105-pound Wahoo on TV and, and – and being a statue in Palatka, That's you know, so <laughs> you definitely don't want to end up on the Jerry Springer show again. Six four one, ten ten. You're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. Got a uh, text yesterday from our good buddy Guy. Consignment boat sales. Listen to this. this and it, and it, I was I was reading this, and then I got down to the asking price, and I was like, "Wow, that's really good." So, a 2018 Frontier 2104 uh, bay boat, powered by 150 Yamaha with 75 hours, I pilot trolling motor, a jack plate, GPS, trim tabs, aluminum trailer, 42.5. It's a good really? deal. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that won't wow. last long. It, it, exactly. Shouldn't. Yeah, forty-two-five. Uh, wow. You can go to jacksboating.com or call guy two four nine six two two five. And um, he also said that that great deal on that boat, but he said he needs inventory. So if you're looking to buy your boat or, or sell your boat, go talk Let to us guy. Let know because we know a guy. Six two two five. That's right, we know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome hey. back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Captain Scott Shank, That's Captain me. Kirk Waltz, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. And uh, so I've been batching it all week. You have, really? Yeah. You and Fancy, yeah. Me and Fancy. That uh, is unusual. Very unusual. Very unusual. Very uh, nice. Uh, obviously, you guys know uh, my daughter Kayla's in the Air Force, and they they always have to, um, whenever they upgrade it, they're, they're, they have to take tests, and they have to. I mean, you know, a lot of times they they're they're not 
they have to travel. Right. So anyway, she was she was in class for a week, um, and she needed Carrie's help. So Carrie flew up there on Monday uh, of this week, and um, and Fancy and I went up to, to the property and hung out. I bow hunted two mornings. How was that? On on Tuesday morning and and Wednesday morning. First off, it was beautiful. Um, it got hot real quick, you know, like around ten o'clock. But yeah. I mean, it was it was in the uh, high fifties, low sixties in the morning, so it was it was very very comfortable. Nothing wrong with that when you're sitting in shade. Um, but the the checking my cameras, I, I saw one doe by, by the way, my two sits, and checking the cameras. And it's typical. I was talking to Captain Chip Wingo, who hunts with me now up there, and and, and he's kind of learning the lay of the land, and, mm-hmm. and and he's like, man, I'm just not I'm not seeing any deer. In in the morning times, and you know, and, and, and I'm like, that's typical for this time of year. You you're going to see most. I don't know why they feed in the evenings better right. than they do, right. but you can't go out in the evenings right now. I mean, it's so Too hot, so hot, yeah. and the mosquitoes yeah, are horrible. Are they really? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that report they're, yesterday they're from horrible. Kyle. Yeah, and, and so not in the morning times. Morning times you're fine, right? You know, so um, but it's that's all getting ready to change. It's all you know. You're it's getting ready to switch over to morning time. I tell you what, that doesn't get any better though. If you're batching, you know, get to hang out, go to the hunt camp, eat big old giant pizzas. Absolutely, you know. I was showing him. Go for pizza. Pizza. Oh, 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 that's what I got home. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> did, did you see my text? I saw. No. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Which one? The Which one, one about the hot dog? No, I didn't see the hot dog. Oh, oh man, you didn't yeah. see that. Dude, no, he listen, carved. Listen. He has been carving so bad. Hold on. If his listen. wife got home yes. and knew that he's been living oh, on I'm, I'm, pizza, hot dogs, <laughs> and Slim Jims, oh, my <laughs> God, he'd be dead. Yes. No, I'm I'm, I'm not saying a word. And he showed, and hey. so he texts all of us this page, picture uh-huh. of this big old pizza when he got back from, from Georgia. Why not? And I went. Really? I'm with you. Why yeah. the heck? So we got not? a large. Yeah. So I said. So we did the forecast show on Thursday. I said. So you, what you got? Like half of that pizza left? Hell no! I ate the last two pizzas for breakfast this morning. Yeah. I went. Damn, you ate a large pizza yourself. It was 14 inch. Why not? It's like six pizzas. I'm with you. Yeah. You know. No. You know. We, it was. It was. It was funny because I was sitting there Thursday. I got home. You know, from from the property and uh, steaks, I'm sorry, rib, oh, chicken. Oh, oh pizza. I, got, I got a picture of steaks. I, uh, so I stopped at Kroger. There you uh, go. On on Monday morning after I dropped her off, and I, and I bought a steak, a baked potato, <laughs> some sweet peas. There you go. I mean, uh, you know, things. Why not? That, things yeah, that, he's bachelor. What the things, hell? Things that I know how to cook, which yeah. is not very much, right? You know, yeah. but I did. I bought me a pack of uh, potato buns. Yeah. You know the hot dog buns. Yeah. And a package of hot dogs. Why not? And I, when I'd get out of the stand, I was like, you know what? Shoot it in the microwave. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, that's right. I'm good. Kick ketchup, back, a little man mustard. 20 seconds later, dinner is served. Exactly. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I'm good. I'm with you, man. Yeah, I had things to do. Exactly. It's a guy to, thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't you know? Want to, you know, I didn't sit there. Ain't and, nothing uh, wrong with chilling. No. No. Yeah. No. I mean, you don't have chilling, though. When I am ready for cold weather, mm. I'm ready for chili and beef stew. All right, so it's funny you, you should say that. So, Carrie. Like talking to her last night, she's like, "You need to grab something out of the freezer, because I'm picking her up at the airport. We're going to Georgia. We're not even, we're not even going home. Right. So what did I? I grabbed two one pound bag of frozen hamburger meat, right? Deer meat, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm like, I want spaghetti. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it just this <laughs> weather spaghetti. just starts. Absolutely. You know, does. you don't feel like eating anything hot. We come, no. we work in it all day. You know, the 
you know. I agree. The farthest thing away from me is eating like hey, a chili or a stew. You know, we went to South Dakota, and the first night we get there, you know, what are we doing? We're yeah. eating steak. What are you talking about? That's right. We're, we're, we're in the corn capital of the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is feed corn for every animal on the planet. What are we eating? We're eating steak. What are we eating tomorrow night? Steak. steak. Yeah, that's How right. How about the next night? Steak. <laughs> I mean, we had steak three nights in a row. It's like, sure. what the heck? Why not? Why not? Shoot. You're I like all, ribeye. You're all stewed up. But, yeah. <laughs> I had to take some Metamucil, but I'm good. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Drink lots of water. You know? yeah. That's right. Yeah. What Wash the, it down. What the what? Yeah. Know? No, I'm, I, I, you know, because you, you guys know I'm spoiled. You are. I'm, I mean, I, I'm spoiled. Yeah, you are. I, I mean, totally. I mean, She's I, a good cook, too. Yeah. I'll give you her know, that. I mean, even, even, even when I'm in there, like, making a sandwich, she'll come in and go, wait, 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 wait. You know that 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 mayonnaise and, and mustard's got to be spread on evenly. You know, see, we just go. Slap. Serious. I'm like, okay, well, go ahead. You I don't need dirty a there. knife. Exactly. You take yeah. two pieces of bread and you rub it together. It's close enough. It's spread. <laughs> so oh, yeah, man. yeah. She would have. She if if she would have opened up the refrigerator this morning and looked in there, she she would have no, been the like, trash can is what I'm looking at. You yeah, better yeah, hide I the mean, trash. No, I still had the pizza box in there, <laughs> right? You know. And, <laughs> yeah. Get hot the garbage dog, bag out. Dog, you know, <laughs> I'm cleaning I, out the refrigerator. At least, at least I had a zip lock bag. You know, yeah. So so you better feed fancy. We're good. Hot dogs you got left. Oh, fancy's loving it. Fancy had a oh, great. Oh, I bet week. you. I bet you it was just like Bachelor. Her was Bachelor in it too. Fancy was digging. She, digging yeah, she Bachelor got some, week. Yeah, she liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's too funny. It, it is. <laughs> well, hey, we got a really good uh, text from on our comments page or the Facebook page from Skylar Lane. He said he hadn't seen anything hunting. This weekend, except the snake. I, is that a timber rattler? I don't know, man, but the snakes are horrible. It's They're horrible. Did you see that picture? Nah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, my God. Me, Chris and I, we're like magnets for the damn things right oh, now. Oh, my word. Did oh, you, you got it? another one, Chris? Did you mm. see that? I actually, actually, I actually went into the wetlands behind my yard. To yeah, hunt, yeah, to hunt, yeah, yeah. I went, I went to hunt them and take them out before they oh, wow. meandered into the yard. You know, and, but and, I didn't see any. And Chris, so. honestly, that's another reason that I haven't been in the woods much. I've yeah. seen so many rattlers, prehistoric rattlers yeah. this year. You, know, you guys have seen the pictures. Oh my gosh! I mean, yes. it's like, damn, I can't find one under six foot. I'm serious. <laughs> that's unreal. It's I mean, crazy. That is unreal. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like you know, if you're mm. if you're coming out of your stand at nighttime, uh. and, and, and you know. Now we're really good about bush hogging, you know our our, our lanes and stuff. Yeah. But still, if it's dark, oh, you you're not seeing them. No, you're not Good seeing grief. them. I mean, if you step on that giant thing, can you imagine? And I mean, I was going to my stand last week, and 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 there was one in my path going into my stand. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm doing the bow and uh, arrow. Now I'm I'm in the stand. The only thing I'm thinking about is that snake that's somewhere still. Why well, I gotta walk past Why don't you him? Carry pistols. I should. I, I'm just I mean, not, I mean, I understand I you're should. walking a stand, but no. I value my life. I go boom, boom, boom. No, 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 and no, I no. go to another stand. No, 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 no. I and, and, and Roger does. Roger, Roger carries the judge. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I mean, I, and, rats, I, rat. I mean, rats. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm just, I'm just not a pistol guy. I, mean, yeah. I, I don't know why. I've just never been a pistol guy. Yeah, but I make I'm, little uh, tiny anytime, ones that size your hand. It, it, any time. That, dude, not only that, but I don't know if I can hit the damn thing. I'll be like, right, that's right, man. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, you don't want to miss. Yeah, oh, that Glock, that Glock forty three carries, you know, eleven rounds in it with an extended oh, clip. Empty that joke. I'll just empty it right on that ground. 
I don't care about killing I, You know, a deer. it's funny, though. I, I remember it's been a couple of years ago. I was sitting back in a slough swamp, you mm-hmm. know, back in Fargo. And I looked down. It was a big old fat water moccasin oh, right awful. under my tree. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it was Mm-mm. two to three inches of water down there. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, good gosh. And I'm looking down there, and it wouldn't move. Yeah. And I'm like you. I mean, you're talking, our arrows are like $25 a piece. Yeah, exactly. And, and I was like, you know what? I got to get down. Yeah. I was up there by myself. So I shot it, and I I just put the sight pin on. I said, "All right, I got. I'm, I'm only shooting one." Yeah. And I popped it right in the back of the neck, and I I sat there and watched it for a little while, and it wiggled for a while, and then it finally yeah. croaked. And I was like, "Dang!" And I was fortunate because I shot it in the mud, and I was able to recover my arrow without any damage to it. Right. But man, I hate those snakes like you. Yeah. Do. I can't stand it. At least the rattle will kind of give you a little bit of notice. Yeah. Well, they all blend in. Yeah, yeah oh that's, the, that's, that's the, the thing know, that bugs the, the crap the, out yep. of me. The, the last yep. one, the last one I saw was just pissy. You know, I, I walked up on him, man. He just turned and 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 was looking at me like, just just bring it on, you know? Yeah, come. I mean, some of them were docile, but this one was just like curled up. And I started really rattling. Yeah, I really want you to out. try to kill me, <laughs> and I didn't have anything. I didn't. I mean, I had my bow. I'm like, and again, I'm not. I'm, I mean. When you hear that, when you hear that, it yeah. sounds like oh, it's awful. somebody putting peanuts in an aluminum can, yeah. and just shaking it. It's like, oh man, come on, really? It's like, oh golly. All right, so you can get a new tractor at Coastal Equipment, right? Right, and zero percent for 60, 60 days. How good is that? Thirty six. Oh, I'm sorry, thirty six months. Thirty six months. Thirty six months. Yeah, zero percent. Yeah, man. I mean, just go to coastalequipmentsystems.com. And check out all they have to offer. And obviously, if you're in the market for a gravely turn mower, which I have, uh, steel, let's see, chainsaw, pole saw, weed eater, hedger, got that. (laughs) It does. His garage is sorted. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Everything's hanging. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. 641-1010. Give us a call right here on the Nimdick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. So, Chris, Scotty, Scotty was mad at us a couple of weeks ago. Uh-oh. Yeah. For what? We, well, he's we, mad at us a lot. Yeah, I know, but but it was all about Moe's. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. indeed. <laughs> indeed. Because the Moe's Southwest Grill uh, specially delivered um, the Nimdick Outdoor Show uh, breakfast. Uh, Grande. I mean, so oh, my God. Not once, but twice. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It has been twice. And, and yeah. there's a... Here's the thing about me and food, uh-huh. okay? I consider it a challenge when you put something in front of me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take it out. <laughs> that's just that's just kind of the way it is. Right. And very rarely do I ever tap out. You, you did. You and tapped I out. 100% tapped out. It was awesome. That thing is massive. It, it is. Well, I think it's a, I wouldn't it's know. a twofer. <laughs> I, you know? It is a twofer. It's a twofer. You, yeah. you take yeah, your wife out to dinner, what, and though? y'all split one. Yeah. But, but the ego says no. Oh, I can do it. That's right. And so they gave me and uh, and and kudos, extra special kudos to that crew uh-huh. for being considerate of my dietary restrictions. And they gave me a bowl. So basically, I had a grande without the wrap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish the crew was considerate. I I <laughs> still still kind of egging over that, aren't you? Really fixing uh, your craw, doesn't it? They Scott? ought to, they ought to give you a shovel. 
because yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh my word, yeah, that thing's it's. it's quite I was, I was grande. glad. I was glad that Kirk had his pocket knife. You yeah, know, we were cutting them up. Yeah, we were cutting it up in chunks. Oh, and, I yeah. thought you were venting. Well, no. if they would ever bring one no. when I'm here, then I got a fillet knife out in the truck, and it's a lot easier than a pocket knife. That that's true. Cut it. That is true. Mm-hmm. And I've I seen that fillet knife before. I too. wouldn't know. But yeah. anyway, yeah. the message is. That stuff was so good. It was. Moe's was so good. It was it was outstanding. All right, let's go talk to Captain Leon Dana here this morning on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. What's up, Leon? You boys are having way too much fun this morning. I know, you know what? We're just kind of giddy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, not to rehash, but I'm just going to say, those on, them thin sliced onions on that pizza that you posted that photo Oof. of, I was like, yeah, I'm all about that. All I am about all it, about man. it. That is nothing better than them, you know, other places you get the, like, oh. the chunks. chunks. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, man, them thin, what do they get, crispy whenever exactly. it goes through the yeah. thingy thing? Oh, my. Give me a Was break. that a Marco's Pizza, or where was it? No, that was uh, New York Pizza in uh, Palencia. Mm-hmm. They Palencia. do a great job. They yeah, do a fantastic pizza job. Good people, awesome. too. Just the nicest people, you know. I mean, and... Uh, well, yeah, it's like it was all the way, too. That's what I'm saying. There's topping. I mean, you, when you go oh. get pizza, you get like two pieces of pepperoni. That's your curry cone cookie tip of the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get one, get it all Jeff the way. who? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, exactly. You know, it's, 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 it's not very often that I get to send a picture out of a pizza to you boys. Yeah. Because you, know? I mean, you were straight uh, up By the way, I never week. got that picture. Oh, okay. You're okay. gonna have to send it to okay, me because I'm a I'm a pizza aficionado. Okay, right, Chris, right. he was a male foodie this week. I yes. mean, I know Jeff nice. always has to make he's the foodie or whatever, yep. but as far as a male foodie mm-hmm. goes, um, he was male foodie yeah. all week. So long. Jeff is not a male foodie. I can't wait to tell him oh, that. Yeah, that's <laughs> a bachelor he's, foodie. He's food, coming out. Of, he's coming out of that stand right that's now, right. trying to find him a signal. <laughs> <laughs> I should say a bachelor foodie. Oh, yeah. oh, man. That's, that's too funny. That, that is too you know, funny. So, Leon, what's been going on with you, buddy? You know, uh, working the valley the last couple of days back again, just getting back into the grind down here. Um, water temperatures hovering right around 80 degrees. Water clarity is poor. Uh, I did. I have been seeing a lot of shrimp uh, popping and snapping around the banks. Uh, well, Leon, we've seen, that for the, we've seen that for the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one reason. They really don't know, want mullet. Yeah, in I, that you know that that high tide spot that we've all been fishing, it's a long, long, yep. long, long stretch. I mean, there's shrimp all over mm-hmm. that thing at high tide, man. Yes, sir. Yep. And yep. there's fish all over it too. So yeah, there's fish all over better. it too. Yeah, yes. It's been a it's been a pretty good bite. You know, I'm I'm some of the prize fish. Yellowmouth trout are really thick in the valley, yet they're of no size. You know, nothing over twelve inches that I'm really finding of consistency. Yeah, still early. Uh, yeah, I know, and I'm, not, but I'm looking forward to it, Kirk. I mean, I'm like, oh yeah, just keep growing, kids, but don't leave. And, uh, <laughs> lo- lo- lots of croakers That's too. That's Charter Man's uh, dream. It, oh, oh, just getting on a sleigh fest of uh, yellow mouse, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, Leon, seriously, I bought eight dozen trip yesterday, uh, despite Scott not believing me that I bought eight yeah, dozen. Yeah, because I walked up there and didn't have any. <laughs> And he goes in. Good 15, gosh. And he goes in fifteen minutes later and comes out with a dozen of them. Hmm. Jeez. That's interesting. Start calling How you you are this morning. You know, oh, sometimes well. Leon, if you're a little nicer to people, you know. Oh, give me a break. You know, I mean, Favor so, took all the shrimp. <laughs> Look what I have. No, no, you got, you, Kirk. You got to reverse it. You have to reverse it. He went in there first. Oh. I went in there first. And he, and they didn't and have any. They didn't shrimp. have any. 
They got they oh I got like yes. three. All oh. I have is like three. All I have God. is like three dozen left. I said, well hell, I guess I'll take the three. So I took the three, and he goes in like twenty minutes after me or whatever. And so I, anyhow, we're past each other coming out of the. He's coming this up to me. The, we're leaving yeah. yesterday morning. Mm -hmm. So I'm shaking my head and I'm already just just fit to be tired. You're flared already. up already. Because it's high tide. I can't catch any mullet. I got nothing. I got three dozen shrimp with three guys. Mm. So I'm fit mm. to... What are you shaking your head for? I don't... The heck with this damn fishing. I'm just over there and I'm just raising hell. Mm. And he goes, why? Why? I got yeah. plenty of shrimp. I got eight dozen. I said, you got what? I said, I was just there 15 minutes before you. Did you, and you insult got... the bait person? No. You, you tipped the bait person? No. Maybe you should Me start. Me and her share the same birthday. Maybe you should start. She found hey, eight dozen. She found eight dozen for Kevin, Leon, though. If you would have seen his face, he goes, "You're lying." I'm like, "No, seriously, I just bought eight dozen 20 minutes ago." Like you shot his dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, and, and then the greatest thing is, he goes, "Look, look, look!" He goes, "There's a big school of mullet right there." And I said, "I don't need them. I got plenty of shrimp." See. You. <laughs> <laughs> I had to spin around and throw the net. Hey. Oh, terrible! Hey, Scotty, it yeah. turns it turns out that 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 girl she also uh, she also works for Moe's. So, <laughs> <laughs> I get no respect. I feel like Roddy Dangerfield. Maybe you should get some roses. No Scotty. love for Scotty. Roses, yeah, yeah, roses. Get a flower too. I needed to give a flower out. Or two. Walk oh, over in the parking sorry. lot. There's got to be flowers growing over there in the weeds somewhere. Get her a dandelion flower and take it to her. You but know, just, just was, keep walking until you find some. <laughs> Honest yeah. to God, though, it did nothing but just infuriate. Are you brushing me. your teeth oh, whenever when he came up? Uh, what the hell? I got, I got plenty. Yeah. I said plenty of what? I said shrimp. I said where? Man. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, no, you, and I'm like, I, serious. I just bought him 20 minutes ago, and like you didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I just went up there with my bucket and asked Cheryl to give me eight dozen trout. Mm. Yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Made my day. See, I notice he knows her name. Do you even know her name? Yes, we share the same birthday. Okay, uh, that has nothing yeah, to do with her name. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That has nothing worry. to do with her name. Yeah. Hey, I didn't want to put her name out there, but yes. Why? We like Cheryl. She I does a great that. job. Hey, her girl. brother lives two houses down from me. Well, that's What's the problem. Name? There you huh? go. Are you cutting <laughs> his lawn? Maybe you should start. No, he steals my ice every night. Oh, here we go. Oh, he steals your ice. All right, Leo. Oh, now you got an ice thief? You're, you're, yeah. you're the best. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys, take care. See ya. Goodness gracious, got Debbie Downer. Over you know here. what? I, I I think we just I think we just stumbled onto a new term. Oh, yeah, you know, to add to the outdoor show glossary, uh, like a Kirkism. Yeah, like if you you know if you get like screwed over somehow or get passed over or something like that, you got shanked. You got shanked. That's good. <laughs> yeah, Look I like him. that. He's dying over here, man. I'm going home. He's getting ready to leave. <laughs> you know. There's definitely, I've always thought about this. There's no way he could ever play golf. You can't be named Scott Shank. That's right. And, and play golf. Right? Am I right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. You'd have to stand no, sideways no, to drive know, it. I, I, I had a kid get on my boat the other day, and his name was Finn. And I went, yeah, man, I'm so name. jealous. It's a I great said, name. I want that name. Captain Finn, man. I mean, that, you yeah. know, I mean it, was, it was a good way to start our conversation. But, yeah, he was like eight or nine years old. He goes, I'm, yeah. my name's oh, Finn. Oh, he like, loved Great that. name. Awesome. Awesome. 641-1010. When we come back, we got an LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. Welcome back to the Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Scott Shank, Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne, bring it to you. Uh, 259-2314. That is LV Hires Inc. 
So let's just say you got a big job site and you need a tank delivered and keep fuel there all the time. Um, LV Hires does that and um, they do it all over the Southeast, man. Mm-hmm. This is not a local, you know, Jacksonville. They'll do it in remote locations. They'll take Absolutely. one out to Fargo. Absolutely. You know? I, I had them. I mean, he's like, hey, do you want you know one of the, a small 100 gallon tank at your house? <laughs> like, I don't think Dude, the HOA I, I know. Would, Boy, would, I would, love would that. go for that. <laughs> Every week, somebody backing up down my driveway. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but uh, LV Hires, Inc. Is, uh, is a place to go for all your fuel. Mm-hmm. And uh, our gear tip of the week this week, Kirk, it's you. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is the time of year when we start catching a lot of bull reds. I know you guys have been seeing a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that has always concerned me about when you're catching these fish, these are the breeding stock. Right. It's, it's very important to, to handle them with kit gloves and also very important to make sure that if, if they're coming out of deep water, which around where we're fishing, 80% of the time it is, you need to vent the fish. Right. And by venting... What do you think the, the minimum depth is? 33 to, feet is th- one atmosphere. Is 33 one atmosphere. feet, okay. So anything okay. beyond 33 feet, you're going to have that blow up okay. of the bladder. You know, they can't okay. they can't burp, they can't okay. fart. Or the fart, or the fighting, <laughs> farting. <laughs> <laughs> See, you got me on that now. <laughs> Golly. Excuse me, the what, the what? what? Nothing, yeah. nothing is a what, a what. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no at least that's legal. Yeah, you know? that's legal. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I meant funny. fighting. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, we'll, we'll keep uh, it you said everybody. What are you drinking over there? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I mean, he's over there drinking something out of a <laughs> Yeti cup. You we don't know what it is. Blush. He's, 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 he's so red right now. Sorry Looks like he's that. got sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I had to, like, beep, beep, beep. Oh, oh boy. So where, where were we? So venting tool. Yeah. I don't know. What was I talking I about? Well, that was venting, all right. Yeah, that was venting. Yeah, we're venting, all right. We've done a lot of that in the last 45 minutes. Uh-huh. But it's really important to do that. And if you don't know how to vent a fish properly, whether it's a snapper or a redfish, go online, Google it like everybody else does, and it'll show you how to do it properly. GTS. And the right kind of needle, this is a special needle that, that is made by Captain Steve Mullen, and he, he made a bunch of them up, and he gave them to some of us. You can go to Strike Zone. They have venting needles. Mm-hmm. You can hit your local bait and tackle shops anywhere. I don't think you can go to the big box stores and get them. So you're going to have to go to a specialized store to get them. Um, I, I think Tom Yvonne sells them at Avid Angler. And I know Rusty does at B&M. Yep. Oldest but, City's got but them. Good a, yep. Yeah, get a good venting needle yep. and see how it's done and do it correctly and release the fish. It's no worse than if you got a needle stuck in your arm to get a shot, you know, right. a flu shot. It doesn't hurt these fish. I no. mean, look at what they eat. They eat crabs. Yeah. Everything has spines, stickers, you know, horns. Yes, absolutely. And so do if, it. If you don't, they'll die. Well, what'll happen is if you yep. take a big bull redfish, and I know a lot of guys do it, they spear them. You know, I've seen it time and time again, and they'll spear them. And what do you mean spear them? They'll take them and hold them up high, and then just push them, shove, in, them, in, the shove them in the water oh. real quick. Oh, I thought like you doing a bonita like they, or whatever. You know, them. you're doing. You know, they say. I just think it's a good idea to vent them. It makes it real yeah. quick. You let the. You know, you push your hand on it. You hear the air come out of them real slow. And put them back in the water, and they'll kick once or twice, and zoom, they go straight to the bottom. You know. All right, there's Let your LB you Why can't you use a descending tool? 
I uh, mean, like we do for red snappers, it's still going the atmosphere. It's still atmospheric, but the, the problem that I see with using that inshore with with the the black tips and the bull sharks being okay. as thick as okay. they are right okay. now. Okay, okay, okay. If you do that, they're probably going to eat it. Okay, okay. That, that makes sense. answers the question. <laughs> yeah, that's just like putting it on a hook and putting it. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, put yeah, it down yeah, there and I, feed I it. Just ask you know? because you yeah. know, yeah. Poof, <laughs> they're going to eat it. Gotcha. All right, let's go talk to Andy Randy this morning. Morning, Randy. Randy. Good morning, Randy. guys. Good morning, morning. How are you? Hey. <laughs> I'm wonderful. Thank you for your show. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin, like you, uh, my son's in the Air Force now. He went in like last Christmas, and now he's deployed. So, Where did he go? Know, these, uh, South Korea. South Korea. Okay. Standing in yeah, line. So, yep. You know, he, he don't mind traveling. Now, these kids nowadays, they'll go. He spent 10 years in Beijing, you know, already right out of college, you know, teaching spoken English. So, yep. They'll they'll jump on a plane in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, but a question for you guys that you'll know, and other people can probably learn from this as well. I just got a two wheel drive uh, Tundra. It's actually an O four Tundra, and uh, real good condition. But how important is four wheel drive for the launches? And I know dirt and all that, but in general, is it pretty much required for boat launching and that type of stuff these days? Not really. You know, I I, I listen, Randy. I have a two wheel drive truck. Yeah, and 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 I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I bought four wheel drive trucks my whole life simply because I thought, you know what? I mean, I'm I'm gonna get stuck at the ramp or something, and I I never have. I mean, I've, I, I look, but I pull in a bay boat. I mean, if I pulled something a little bit bigger, that, yeah. it might it might be different. You know, I don't think you need it. You really don't. Yeah. I mean, Only reason I have a four wheel drive is because I go up to our property in the woods, I, 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 and the I, roads are not real good. Yeah, that's, and I've been stuck, mm -hmm. and I just don't want to get stuck again. So yeah. I just. I just bite the bullet and do it. On Scott? a really negative tide, I have used it every now and again just so, I mean, just being easier on the transmission. I get it. With the bay boat, you know, being on a, you know, on a bad lean at the ramp I put in at the south. Yeah. Um, it has a tendency when it gets wet. The the concrete, does it make sense that it's not grooved a lot? Right, yeah. So yeah, you'll you get spin, a lot of algae buildup. You'll, build you'll, you'll spin yeah, going spin. up. So usually their front tires are somewhat on drier ground because the tide hasn't, you know, made it there and it's just, every now and again it's just every now and again every and, now and again and, that, and with that being said too if the boat is really particularly heavy and it's a big giant boat and you got triple axles yeah you well, might course, you might need of course it. that's that's a totally i don't i don't yeah. think that that's what randy's yeah. asking about exactly. I mean, yeah i mean but anything from 25 foot and under no i only use it when it's like just yeah i mean if you, if you got a big it. contender or something like that yeah, yeah you, you yeah you gotta have yeah you, you gotta have a big truck <laughs> Yeah. 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 I get I guess the security, you know, you think it sure. because in my work I'm driving around ponds and I'm behind ditches and all that. So I've got four wheel drive now and I've had two wheel for years and it's like all the difference in the world because I can get a little further off the road, a little safer and if it starts bogging down, I was out yesterday and you couldn't tell they had rain. I work in a lot of different counties and I didn't I don't know who's had rain and who hasn't, but it starts bogging down some, well, you can flip the dial and click it in four and going through there, you know, and it's yeah. a big giant, it's a big help in that environment. But I wasn't sure, particularly dirt ramps and things like that, you know, if two wheel would cut it or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like we got to get out, lock the hubs in no, anymore. anymore it's, <laughs> no. It's, it's like, Boy, yeah. Aren't you glad? Walk through God. seven inches of water yeah. to do that. And you're like, gee. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks, I appreciate Randy. that. Yeah. yeah. Good uh -huh. question. Good question. Hey, also we were talking earlier about, um, Pompano. Yes, and we were talking about sand fleas. We actually had a question on, on Facebook. Okay, and again, when we talk about things like this, sometimes we we take for granted. 
that, right. that, that, that people are like, well, what are you using the sand flea for? First off, um, I used sand fleas big time this spring mm-hmm. when they were available for sheep's head fishing. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my goodness. They ate them, huh? Son. I mean, they'd pass up a fiddler crab right yep. now to yep. go to go get a yep. sand flea. Yep. I mean, I you know me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Joe Sheepshead guy. Right. This spring I was. Huh. I mean, and, and, and I'll tell you who helped me with that was Doug Wenzel. Uh-huh. Because whenever you know, Doug lives close to the beach. So, so whenever, he would go get some fresh he would, ones. Yeah, uh-huh. He would go get some fresh ones. Yeah. And I've never had any luck or success freezing them. No, 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 no. no I, I, I haven't that whole either. blanching thing or parboil, I don't, I don't get it. But I mean, that's fine. I mean, yeah. but fresh, like you said. I mean, Doug will put them underneath a popping cork. I mean, we, I just yes. got done fishing a tournament with him uh, two weekend. weeks ago last yeah. weekend. Yeah. No, weekend before. Yeah, and he's and, putting them a cork, and he puts them underneath the cork. And by God, yeah. I'm not saying he caught legal reds with it, but rat red. I mean, yeah, he, he redfish will eat redfish will eat, eat them right now. Black drum, black drum. Yeah, now, I know a red will eat them. Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, he fishes them on the jetty. I, I'm just telling. Does does B them ever sell them? He does, and and the guys have bought them. I think I bought them once. Gee, I'm t- don't give up on it. Yeah, just keep, keep trying. Keep trying them. Because uh, now huh. I was I was I was doing a lot of the offshore stuff. Yeah, with them, you know the nearshore wrecks or sheep's head stuff. Oh, and then it got to the point if I didn't have them, I was disappointed. Right. And honestly, yeah. Kirk, I mean you you've cheapened fish way more than we do. You will see a huge difference in the hookup ratio as well as you're not baiting the hook. When he eats a sand flea, he eats the thing. Yep. There ain't none of this peck. Oh, damn, was that him? And you reel up and, you know, you got the helmet left. Huh, interesting. Yep. They do not do that. I mean, when he if he if if you miss a bite and reel it up, he has literally crushed that thing. Yep. You don't get just a helmet right. back. And, 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 yeah. and real quick, and then we take a break. The other way of uh, the question was is how do we hook him? That's pretty simple. I mean, it's just from the bottom to the top, go yep. through that hard shell. Yeah, it goes, goes slowly, too, because yep. it's like a potato. Yep, that's right. Work yep. the hook through it. Yeah. Yep. You don't yep. want to break it. Yep. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. So, had to go by... <laughs> Had to go by tire outlet again. No, last Saturday. Oh, last Saturday, yeah, we went by tire Scott, outlet. Scott rode with me to, to the studio from from Saint A because I had a little shimmy shake in in the front end. A little shimmy dimmy. Yeah, and so uh, front end was out of line. Yeah, okay. I, 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 we're out there. It's Scott and I and Danny. Um, Danny always takes care of us. Danny he's Smith. at the Beach Boulevard yeah. store. Yeah, Danny Smith. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, "Hey, is there anything else that, that you need?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, uh, I said my my squirter's not working, and he he stops. He goes, whoa, whoa, we don't do that kind of work around here. <laughs> There's a pill Hello. for that. <laughs> oh boy! Here and we I went, go. no, 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 my, my from my, from my windshield wiper, my squirter's not working. Mm, <laughs> mm. Anyway, that, it, thanks to Danny for taking care of me. Um, he ordered a part. He ordered me he, new uh, lugs for my trailer. Yeah, he got new lugs for your trailer. And, and uh, don't forget, they've got a, a special this month for uh, Yokohama Tires. Yes, It's uh, 50, I got them. $50 off, and then and then they'll match it with a rebate of $50. Mm-hmm. Per tire? Um, I, I believe so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So That's it's, awesome. Yeah, I got you. They're nice. They don't whine. You yeah, they're, look at they're good-looking tires. They're nice. But, nice. Tires but, but yeah, it's, that's the cool thing about when you, you know, you obviously the name Tyrell, and you think tires, but they, 
They do everything. Well, anything, anything but transmissions. Well, they ordered tires from my four-wheeler. Yeah. No. Danny got me nice tires and new rims Yeah, no. for my four-wheeler. Thir- 13 locations. Well, that's it. My, le- like my lugs are starting to get ugly. Mm-hmm. Like, God forbid, if I had a problem, I don't know if I can hand get them, get them off right now. Right. So I asked Danny if he could order me. Nice. Yeah. Got it. So, All right, let's, let's go talk to uh, Jimmy Knight. And there is no telling where this where, is going to go. Where, like, where, where Jimmy it's like, is. where's Waldo? Yeah, exactly. Jimmy. Yo. Whoa. So where are you at now? What's going on? I'm South Georgia, sucking up thermo cell smoke. <laughs> oh, the bug's bad, Jimmy. Woo. Really? Fun. Let me tell you what. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, um, uh, I gotta Jimmy, go you, 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 everybody knows that listens to this show. They, and, and Kirk and I, we love to bow hunt. You know, and and, and, yeah. and, 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 and I... And I I try to kill, you know, I'd like to kill a couple does with my bow sure, early yeah. season and stuff. Bro, I ain't even hunted this year hardly. I mean, it's nah. it's been awful. I mean, you, 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 unless you burn up a thermosel, and then I've seen so many damn rattlesnakes. I just yeah. don't want to, I don't want to shoot a doe and her go 80 yards into yeah. the thickest, nastiest stuff, which is where she's going to go. Of course. You know, and then you're down there on your hands and knees trying to bludgeon. No, <laughs> you know, I, I, no so, interest. And fi- finally, it looks like, you know, and I know this is, this is, this is going to be the last day for a while that it's going to be hot. I mean, it's, it's going to be beautiful up there the next two weeks. Yeah. It's going to start cooling off. Yep. Big time. Yep. But, uh, yeah. Scott, you appreciate this. We got the hounds on the ground. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, my boys were. I didn't, they didn't sleep at all last night. They were so excited. They built a new dog trailer to haul up their twenty-three head. So twenty-three yeah. head of dogs. Yeah, between the two of them. Oh, yeah. Twenty-three. Twenty-three head of dogs. Golly, that's like a herd. They got. They built. It's well, like it, was, it was. It was. It was really Jimmy. You'll like this. It was really cool. Um, down at the boat ramp where I put in at, there's been this boat triple double axle trailer that's been pushed off in the bushes. Forever. Uh-huh. Well, they were going to haul yeah. it off. And I said, well, hey, if you don't mind, can I borrow it? And, uh, and they said, sure, <laughs> no problem. Tires were brand new on it, had no title on it. They couldn't find anything. They said, sure, take it. Well, my boys took the whole <laughs> summer long and built a condo dog box, dog box trailer out of it, you know, oh, yeah. that, you know, <laughs> up and down on it and spent a lot of money. But Thanks to them. But anyhow, yeah, I got a free trailer out of it, and they got a brand-new dog hauler out of it. So you're going to need a trailer so just cool. to haul the dog food. Jimmy, I, yeah. I, 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 I have take a pallet up with I, I, I have a dog question, though, and, and seriously, yeah. because, you know, obviously we used to run dogs with Uncle Flavin, and, you know, I mean, that's that's what we did. Right. But I always yeah. remember it being extremely cold, mm-hmm. you know, like like this morning. It is not. No. Um. No. So is, no. it, is it you leave – Five dogs yes. in the box. Yep, and do a do do a race. They come. Yep, they come. Well, lunchtime we'll yeah. go back and switch them out. Okay, we'll get yeah, we'll yeah. pack up. We got pick about up fresh 20, We got about twenty trucks, and we just rotate them around. Yep. And luckily, there's plenty of water in the woods right now to help cool them off. Yep. So yeah, uh, which is not good for running keep, deer, but it's good for the dogs. Yep. No, no. When you pay, you know, two thousand twenty five hundred dollars for dogs, you know, you take care, good care of them. But you got to be careful, and Jimmy will vouch for this because I've lost a few in my days. That even though there's water in there, you got to watch how long that dog is in a race. Because if That's he right. literally goes down and lays down in a puddle of water thinking to cool off, he, he will literally mm-hmm. blow his heart out. It'll yeah. blow, it'll have a yeah. heart attack. It yeah. will. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you got to be careful. And, and, and I, this is, I, 
don't think this is a personal question, but like like my dog, because when I go to Georgia, right again, the rattlesnakes are horrible. They're everywhere. I, yeah. I have her mm-hmm. vaccinated. Yes. You know, do do most deer dogs now get vaccinated? No. Some do. Some uh, do. Yep, yep. I mean, it's 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 not it's not that expensive, you know, for no. a dog that's two thousand worth two thousand dollars. No, I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. But you, know, you just carry but, you carry but, you carry a shot. What do you mean you carry you carry? Yeah, and and, and, and shots with you. Here, here's another question, real quick. How how many dogs have you ever known that got bit? Yeah, we had we lost one last year. Okay, all right, just one. So we were fortunate. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's we carry a bunch swimming. of epi and all sorts yeah. of stuff. So. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. They usually get bit, like, I mean, they, when they're, you know, you know, they get bit in their in the neck or something or, like yeah. that in their face yeah. or whatever because right. they're, right. they right. see it or whatever right. and they nose down to it. And it's, it's not usually, not usually like in their leg because they're faster than that snake's going to be. Of right. Course. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Good luck, buddy. Good luck, Mr. You. Jimmy. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. Yeah. Bye, buddy. See you, guys. Obviously, he hasn't seen any deer. <laughs> we didn't talk about whether he saw any deer. So I well, they said see. they're getting ready to put the dogs out. Yeah. Oh. They haven't put them out yet. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk, uh, another question for you, um, and this is from Russ Osley on, on Friday. <laughs> he was up awfully early because this is at 4.53 a.m. Um, he said, can you, Gav, Captain Kirk, tell us who he had installed his C-Deck product? Yeah, it was and- George Cox. Um, I, will, I will send him uh, George's number. Okay. Now, do you got C-Decking or Aquatraction? Uh, C-Deck. Okay. What's See the difference? That. Is it the same product? Same basic product. I mean, I've never you know, heard of the Aqua. Aqua Traction. If you go look, well, the Legend boats are all Aqua Traction. Okay. Jimmy's new one. And um, I got to talk to the gentleman. His name is Steve. He owns it. He was at Whalen Bay. Mm. And I really wanted to. My helm pad is starting to wear out. Yep. Okay, and that's, I mean, that's I wonder if it decking. would help the back of our boat, you know, where people slip. That's, nope, that's where I'm getting at. You know? this. He didn't so much say that as in doing the whole entire, like, front deck or anything, mm-hmm. but, like, your steps mm-hmm. and then up up leading up Which to it. Which is where I would want it. You know, I, I want on the floor and then leading up to leading up to the front deck. But he said the front deck could get, it doesn't like it gets slick, but the problem is, you're so used to how how your boat moves with just the glass. Mm-hmm. When they put that up there, 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 as Kirk could tell you, there's no slide to it. So if you're used to like casting the net and your feet like shifting, you're you're so you're, you're locked it's, in. It's, it's like artificial turf. I love so, it. Yeah. I mean, I put a pad, you know, up by the trolling motor because we always go up there yeah. and you put one foot down and mash the button and re, you know release the motor. And it provides good traction for throwing a cast net up there. And then I put the whole back platform, I put the sea deck. And then the first step, a lot of these bay boats have that single first step that goes to the forward yep. platform. And I didn't like it because it's so white, it's almost like an illusion. Right, it looks like it's part of the deck. And people, sometimes they overstep and they stumble. I did. So I put it there too, and folks, uh, this guy George Cox puts in C deck. Uh, his number is nine zero four three two one nine eight eight nine. He's a good guy. Does it all. He's got a machine. Yep. Special CAD machine that he laser. So do you have to take your boat there? No. Yeah. You he can come to you. Yes. But I mean, you're probably going to be better off going over to his shop over in Jack's Beach. Right. If you live somewhere close to him, he probably could. I think he lives in Fernandina. Um. But. Making models help because it's all on on. It's amazing you know. how, how intricate and how 
finite and perfect it is once is, he does it. What is that guy's name that you fish with who does a TV show? Oh, Cephas McRae. Doesn't he have a lot of sea deck mm -hmm. on his? Uh, mm -hmm. what, what's he? He's wearing a shearwater, right? He's in the shearwater. Yeah. I, I noticed that, man. He's got he, it's, he's it's got decked out. It's yeah. all up underneath it. I, mean, I wouldn't want to put it on the decks and everywhere no. I, because it'd be hard to clean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and, and, and get even, all the stuff out even, of the cracks. Even like on. My, my pad that I stand on, you know, which is right. basically sea deck. Behind the, uh, yeah, the console. Behind the console. The yeah. Yeah. It, it gets stained. Yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah. It gets stained. Hey, folks, if you've got like your brother in law's trailer, Sitting in your driveway, or you know, your best friend, or somebody, and because their HOA doesn't want their trailer there, right? Well, you need to call him and say, "Hey, look, call Stack M Storage, and uh, they'll come pick your trailer up, put it in dry storage, do a five-point inspection, make sure your bearings are taken care of, the wiring, everything, and then when you need it back, they'll bring it back to you wherever you need it." StackMStorage.com. We'll be right back with the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I know we had a, a caller earlier. Somebody wanted to talk about Steen Hatchy, and they hung up. But maybe that's where they're going. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Steen Hatchy River Club, only place to go over there. Uh, if you go to their website, sthrclub.com, and you, you're looking at the cabins, and, and, and you can see they, they have a private boat ramp. So if you want to pull your boat over there, I mean, and th this time of year, there is no better place to trout fish. Mm -mm. I mean, there there is none, especially with with a cold front and the water temperature getting ready to drop a little bit. That place is going to be on fire. On, and, but the other thing is, real quick, Go if ahead. you don't want to drag your boat over there, they've got all kinds of Carolina skiffs, pontoon boats, kayaks, whatever. So if you don't want to fool with dragging your boat three hours across the state, just rent one from them. And a funny thing you should say that I had a client on the boat on Thursday mm -hmm. that. Uh, he spends a little bit of time over in Stina Hatchie and stuff. Well, he had never thrown a poppy cork before. So it's, we were throwing poppy corks right. over there. And, you know, I was hooking the shirt and he goes, well, we just go over there and like drift. I said, you have never, you're telling me you have never thrown a poppy cork. In Stina Hatchie? In Stina Hatchie? I mean, that's what. That's he what says, I'm... no. I said, dude, <laughs> you know, you dude, take a foot dude, and a half, two dude, foot a liter. Dude, are you an idiot? You know, with a, with a gulp or whatever on oh, an eight ounce pig head. Dude. And pop the hell out of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's we, we've always talked about that to where yeah. East Coast fish don't respond to a poppy cork. Do not, if you get on my boat, I will climb up your you know what if you go to um, raising I, I, hell with I'm a popping. I'm not exactly agreeing on that. Really? Um, I don't. You just don't uh -uh. see a lot of use of it. I know uh, Tim Cutting up in St. Simons, he uses, like you do, Kevin, a popping cork all the time. Mm -hmm. I all don't. The time. There's certain times. But of the year. me, I don't ever use one. Mm -hmm. Certain times of year, I use balsa cork. I love them. Yeah. I, you know, and and now look, scenario for you. I'm on the bow. You're you're on the polling platform, pulling me along, right? Oh, that'll be a cold day <laughs> in hell. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you're big, on a roll, brother. Big school you're of just, redfish. I feel like I'm sitting next to a rock star <laughs> over here. You know, coming down the bank. Yeah, right? and I got my popping cork on. Uh huh. I throw it out there 25 feet in front of them. Yep. All right, I'm going to let it drift. Yep. You can't You can't pop it. You can't. You, you can't. It's yeah. got It's got to be a still. It's got to no, drift. Okay. No. Now, I'm in 10 feet of water, all right? Yeah. 
um, you got me on, you know, the, the power pole now, yep. right? And I'm throwing up current mm-hmm. as far Good, as I can. I'm tired of pulling you. Right, yeah. I'm okay. throwing as far as I can, and I'm letting it drift down the grass bank. Right. Every now and then, I'm going to pop it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, and, and. I'm not going to do what I'm saying, though, is you're not understanding. Watching fishing shows in Louisiana where they are throwing that cork three feet under the water when well, they jerk. You know, what I tell people is, 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 is three pulls. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. You know, and let it, and let it sit. And, and don't keep doing it all the way back to the boat. Yeah. It's bump, bump, you know, pop, pop, pop. Let it sit. Yeah. And it, it, look, it's unbelievable how how many times it's like you pull, pull, pull. Boop, it's, it, it, oh, it goes no, straight no, down. I, I, agree. I, I fished with a, uh, an attorney on Thursday out of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and they go over to the golf a lot. Mm-hmm. And he said, have you ever caught bull reds on a popping cork? And I said, <laughs> Never. Started to do it in 50 feet not, of water. Not in 40 feet of water. It doesn't right. happen around here. And he goes, that's how they fish for them to golf. That's what I'm saying. You know, over in Alabama. Right. And he said, that's what we do. In Louisiana, he said, we use popping corks. I said, really? And he yeah, goes, but they're fishing shallow water. They're fishing shallow water. They're using a giant popping cork. Yep. Yeah. And he said, it pretty much just wears you out. He said, by the time I get in, my right arm is yeah. killing me. Oh, yeah, it's just like throwing top waters all, like throwing a 12-inch top water plug all. But he said they catch a lot of the big, you know, over there they consider a bull red like 34, 35 exactly. inches. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know why they don't see those ginormous ones like we do, but but they seem to don't. But that's what he was telling me the yeah. other day. No, I, and, and I can see that that shallow water. A lot of times they probably eat the cork. Yeah, yeah, you know? probably right. You're probably <laughs> you know, right. that's that's what they're that's what they're after. You might as well throw a big old top dog out there or something. But yeah, I mean, I and, and I do. I love to I love to throw popping corks. I it's it's fun. I know you know Scott like last week, uh, two weeks ago fishing the tournament. You know, you got three people with three different colors yes, of corks, and you're you know you're like. Yellow down, yellow green down, down yeah. red down. That's what they. Well, why don't you have? Why? Why you got like whatever? But well, one, I am only throwing two poppy corks at a time, unless yes. they are really outstanding anglers that that understand the drift. Because I've had nothing worse than even throwing two, mm-hmm. where the guy in the front never doesn't mend his line, as I I call it, mending it almost like fly fishing, mm-hmm. to where he's got. A forty-foot bow, and here's the other guy throwing ahead of him, and now all the popping court, and yeah, you right. end up losing fifty feet of prey. Right, and, 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 all and, up. and you know, Kirk as well as we do, it, it, the conditions have to be right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, the conditions to throw a popping cork in Steen Hatchy are always right. Yes, right. you know what I'm saying. You're, You're fishing with the wind. Graphs flats. It's two, three feet. You know, you don't have much current. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you know, yesterday. Um, I, you know, the, the tide was a little higher than I expected it to be mm-hmm. yesterday morning. I thought that, that I would have. And it have, trickled out, dude. It Did trickled you see out. That? It took forever. Ever. Yeah, yes, it did. By it, the time 12, 15, 12, 30, it was just changing at the inlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to change like at 11 or something, yeah, 11, yeah. 15 yesterday. Yeah. But, man, you know, I, I tried to throw popping corks on that high outgoing tide, and it, it was right. just no way, man. I mean, it, it was just. Screaming. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was screaming. So you have to find a, a place either up at a creek or, 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 or an eddy or something like that to fish them. Um, and, and ended up having to put it away yeah. simply for the fact that it was it was running too hard. But yeah, there's there, last week was just the opposite. We had a high incoming flood tide in the mornings, and it's easy to get up there and throw that cork right. up there against the grass. And 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 you know, I, whenever whenever I'm fishing jig heads, I fish against the current. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whenever I'm fishing floats, I fish with the current. Yep. 
because that way you, you wouldn't cover you, a lot of ground. That you cover way. a lot of ground that yeah. way, and then and then when you get a couple bites, bam, you you hit the spot lock and sit there for a little bit, and then you just it, and it, and when I say that I I fished with the current, I go backwards. Right. The 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 bow was still into the current, mm-hmm. but I drift backwards and mm-hmm. just keep the bow straight. I don't. I don't have the bow going because that way you're going to drift too fast. Yeah, you know, so you can put your trolling motor on like one, mm-hmm. and still you're still drifting backwards. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. but that's what's really hard with with all of us. Every day depends on, or every trip depends on the amount of people you have on the boat. Mm-hmm. Oh, if sure. I have four, I don't throw poppy corks at all. No, then we yeah, throw another yeah, yeah, jig can't. heads. You can't. Yeah, you know, and it's hard to even throw four jig heads. Oh, very so much so. You know, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I like it when somebody takes a break. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, let me get a beer. Ten Ford. Yeah. Go get you one, Jack. Yeah. Let's just yeah. Yeah. Get sip that, it on down. Get that, get that tall one in it there. It tastes yeah. good when it's cold. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it, it is. It's a, it's a difference Don't let it between, sit there. between yeah. three and four. Just like me yesterday having two guys, man. That's, yeah. I love two people. Yeah. You know? Oh, me too. Yeah, two, two people. That's my fave. Yeah, two, two people's perfect. It really is. It makes life a lot easier for you. Yeah. Yep. It's hard when you get four people to concentrate. You know, if like if the, if you're if you're going on a creek wall and everybody's got to throw in the same direction, right? Yeah, twenty four feet is not a big spread for four people throwing. Yep. Yeah, and and it it um you makes have it a little to, tough. You, you have to you have to think about where you can fish with four people. You right, know, just like you know, obviously if you're fishing the edge of the intercoastal, that's, that's great. Right. That's you know you can kind of spread people out. But if you're trying to fish a little hole in a creek. And they're in a specific – just like yesterday, I mean, these fish were tight, tight, man. They were – if you threw five feet left or right of them or short yep. of it, yeah. you know, uh, it, you weren't catching them. I mean, we, we caught plenty of fish. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but there was a couple times I'm like, guys. And the other thing that, that, that I noticed yesterday, if you got outside of the school, mm-hmm. the, 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 the – Pecky fish. Yes. Or eat horrible. Them stupid little yeah. pinfish. Uh, no, yeah. the little yellow sugary trout looking things are starting to show up. Yeah. Oh, the little. Um, what do you call them things? Sand perch. Sand perch. That's what we can. All four of us were doing that on Thursday night. But yeah. 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 But no, no. I, I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. 100% agree with that. Um, uh, Everything was right there. And, you know, even though every, all the guys need to fish, I usually, on a new spot, well, let me just show you where I want want you guys to kind of concentrate yeah. at okay and i always take the first cast and i'll let you know hey i want you to do this way do that and i said if you fall short here or there i have to keep the boat where it's at because of the don't get me wrong for the drift pattern wise you sure. could mm-hmm. be like you said in or out one way or the other five or seven ten fifteen feet you won't get the bites but if i have yeah. that boat sitting how that line's going to drift through that ledge right you're going to get the bites. I've seen a lot of, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen a lot of little catfish. Yes. Caught them I mean, yesterday, too. They, I, they I, ones like that. I did not everywhere. catch, I did not ones catch like that. catfish yesterday. I mean, Six inches. Sail cats and hardheads. No, just hardheads. But, but I will tell you this. Since February, I've caught more catfish this year than I've ever caught. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, jetties the, are covered with them. No, yep. there's the no doubt. It, it, no it, kidding. It, jetties. That's exactly. Yeah. Running tide and I'm catching. Yeah, on you know, mullet. On mullet. Three-pound catfish at the jetties. I'm going, huh? Hey, I caught gaff tops fishing for tarpon in the bait pods this year. That's really? Crazy. Yes, giant ones. Yeah. You know, you feel thump, thump, and you're like, oh, there he is. And you're like, what is and, and the slime starts about yep. eight feet before oh, the catfish. Things, and they're, 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 their heads are like six inches around. Dude, they're giant. Yeah. I donate the hook. I ain't trying to flip that one off, I can promise you. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you don't want to get horned. Uh, uh-uh, no, not with that one no. right there. He'll kill you. No, and, and, literally. And it's and it's always it's always with me. The last three years, something has happened to me just before bow season. Mm-hmm. You know, last year I broke all my ribs. Yep. Yep. And then the, the the year before that, I got stuck by a redfish, and the the fin broke off of my thumb, and it didn't come out till January. Yeah, that's hurt. And and you try to pull. A, a, a bow back. It's, it's always something. But this year I've been good. You've been, yeah. you know, but every time I pull a catfish up and somebody swings it at me. I hate <laughs> that. I had to I'm remind like, the guys whoa, yesterday whoa. to be careful. They, they, a few slingshots came up yes. over there. And I was yeah. like, you know, be careful when you get down to about 10 feet of line. Right. Slow down, you know. Yeah, because the other thing that people don't realize, even a rat red, if they, again, it, 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 if they don't fish much, they don't know. I get it, okay? We've seen this enough. Well, they but, get excited, but, but they they reel the fish all the way up. Yeah, I'm gonna make to, a rod one day that to, to the rod yeah. tip, yeah. and then they go to hand it to you, and it just goes break. It just it it it's, always it's, go. Snaps. I always tell people, I said, this fish, no matter how hard you reel, is not going through that yeah. little hole yeah. in the end. <laughs> It's not going through there. One day I'm going to build an eye. You can try can do that. it, but it's not going to go through. And everybody just starts laughing, you know. And I go, you see that? That's five inches. That whole pinky finger. Pinky finger. It's not going through there. Okay. i I got to remember that one. No, like, that's the best thing to do, too. Freaking loud. Because my best friend's got live cane. Live cane. Yeah. So anyhow, I cut a piece off, and it's only about that long, but I keep it in the consult. And I got one guy that does that and reels a jig head all the way through, and you hear, and I hand him this little cane pole, and I just got line hanging from it. I said, "Here's your new rod and reel." I said, "Cause you're wearing the hell out of mine right now." I said, I've threatened so. in the last month to buy a, a couple of Snoopy rods, you yes. know, yeah. little push button Snoopy little rods. rods. Sure. Oh, hold on, I got one for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. go down in the box and pull it out. Here, here's yours. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. funny. No matter how hard you reel, It'll it ain't going through there, there, man. <laughs> it's not going through there. Yeah. I can't reel anymore. Oh. Even kingfish. You'll like, have a 15-pound kingfish. And I got a pink purse, too, on That's the That's not going too. through that hole. It ain't coming through there. Yeah. Not in this, this lifetime. 641-1010. If you want to give us a call right here on the Nimdick Buick GMC Outdoor Show with Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Scott Shea. That's me. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. All right, so if you go to uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, you can buy Captain's Choice Tackle, first off. Yep. <laughs> but they got the Hey. The <laughs> nice little double plug. Yeah, like, you like that? Yeah, they got the Hey Dudes, which Chris is. I'm wearing right now. Wearing, yep. They got the boards, kayaks, shades, gear. Need some nice Costa sunglasses. Yep. Sun. Yep. You know, yep. need yep. some hooks. Yep. Hagen, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, they, they, they got it. Welcome. And they got hardware. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, was, yeah, I forgot, about, forgot that. about that. Yeah, it's a it's real not, hardware yeah, store. Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. not called Hagen Hardware for nothing. I have spent some money at, at Ace in the last two months between uh, pumps for my yep. well. I bought a new sink for the double wide last week. I always try to promote the mom and pop stores before I go to well, the big box Well, you know what? Here's, here's the deal. You know, it's just like, I, you know, I walked into, um, it's, it's it's owned by Chasmar um, Ace up in uh, McCray. Right. And I walk in there. First off, the guy is flipping as nice as he could be. What can yeah. I help you with? And I said, look, I need to replace my sink. Ah, I got you. And I'm like, okay. But but he knew everything about a damn sink. Yeah. And the connections. And I had pictures, you know. Yeah. And he goes, okay, we need to do this. I'm thinking, you know, where else are you going to get that yeah. kind of service? Yeah. And every, I mean, all the, the, the Hagens, the, the, the Proctors, 
um, the, the, the aces that, that, that we have at St. Augustine. Turners. Yep. Turners. Turners. Yeah, 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 we got Turners. Great stores, man. Yep. Great That's stores. Right. We, right. we appreciate all of them. Well, hey, had a good, yes. good, good. Yeah, please give us. Yeah. A, you know, we a, haven't even gotten to yeah. your trip. A, a good three days of hunting out in South Dakota. It was, it was, uh, it was nice. It was really nice. The only thing that I that the hard part for us is the the crazy airline th- situation makes it difficult sometimes. You got to get there at crack of dawn. I mean, to to make How the flight early? out. Two hours is what Kerry had to do on Monday. Two two hours because you got to check guns through. Well, the guns are a big so, thing. So guns kind of a big deal. Yeah, and it never fails with our group. Somebody always shoots the pooch, and brings the wrong locks or the wrong oh, something. Yeah. The wrong pocket knife. <laughs> it's always something. Right. It, it never fails. So I called uh, Michael Stewart, who's a good friend of mine. He runs the Jacksonville um, International Airport, and I called Mike and I, I said, Mike, we're having a hard time with ammo. I said, Can we carry ammo? with us and he said well yeah you can put some ammo in the case and we realized that we might need a few more boxes than it would fit in some of our small cases i have a half case a real small one i take my gun apart in parts and put it in my case Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and break it down and so we decided to this time ship you know uh, 12 gauge shells out to south dakota a couple of weeks before we left so we all went online to cabela's and sent boxes of shells out there and so we've got enough shells out there to last a couple of years because we kind of we, yeah, we all got a little excited we'll, 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 yep. flag went up the pole and everybody sent it out but anyway to get out there you know you, you have to get at airport pretty early in the morning and so we got to uh jia on on wednesday last week and pretty uneventful flight i mean you know flew out and i, I was very fortunate i've never flown for first class but Whoa. there are some deals out there. Whoa. Well, there's deals out yeah, there. So what happened was uh, two weeks before I was to leave, I had to just I had to you know plain seats. Yeah, you know, um, not anything upgraded or anything. And they sent me an email and said, "Hey, if you want to upgrade, we've got some extra seats, you know, for fifty bucks." So sign me up. I said, "Sign me up." Absolutely. You know, so fifty bucks per going out. So yep. two hundred dollars. Yep. Well, then I got $130 in rebates back, so it only cost me $70. Really? To sit in first class. Yeah, and I was like... I was so that's like, the first time you ever sat in first class? Yeah, and I was like, this is nice. Okay, oh, it's so what'd different. you get? Huh? So, yeah. I mean, like warm towels and... <laughs> oh, yeah. You get, yeah, and you get a massage. <laughs> yeah. You know, do you want a vanilla or chocolate milkshake? Yeah. You know, do you want vodka? You know, do you want a bourbon? Oh. No, you know. And the people in the back, they got little curtains. Tito's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Close to the curtains, Cheetos. you know. Yeah, there were 1.2 no, ounce packages. Oh, Tito's. Yeah, Tito's yeah. vodka, yes. not yeah. Cheetos. No, you know, but it was nice. We, we get out there, and, and we knew it was going to be a little warm, so I had I'd taken the appropriate clothes for it. And we get there on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday afternoon, checking with a guide, and he said, let's try to hunt a little earlier than we normally hunt. You know, instead of hunting at 10, let's try to meet at the farm around 8.30. Because of the weather. Because of the weather. Right. And, and I'm very conscious of the dogs. I'm a dog lover. And I said, look, if we have to get there earlier, I said, I get up every morning at 4.30 or 5 o'clock. These guys will just have to, to get up early. Yeah, suck it up. Suck it up and let's go hunt early in the morning if mm. we have to. Um, but we hunted Thursday. Birds flew pretty good. It was a little warm. They had a serious drought out there this year in South Dakota. Okay. Not much rainfall well, that, at that all. Hits all the wildfires. I mean, and, unbelievable. And, and, yeah. They said the wildfires even affected them in the plains. Mm-hmm. They said there were days when the smoke was just terrible. Oof. But 
you could tell by the looks of the corn when we landed at Sioux Falls. We have to drive an hour north of Flandro is where we're hunting out of. And this is an old college buddy uh, of Fred Porcase's, Dr. Porcase, um, Tad Jacobs. We hunt his farm. And you could tell by the corn when we were driving down the interstate, it was stunted. It was you know, there's a lot of brown corn, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, fields that were not fully grown. Mm-hmm. So I feel really bad for the farmers out in the plains right now. They're kind of having a hard time of it. But that's all grain corn that's used for feed right. for cattle. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we get there. I think on Thursday, we ended up shooting 19 birds the first day. They flew, the birds flew great. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were fired up. And then on. So, are you using pointers? Uh, yes, we are. We okay. use, we're, Scotty and I were just talking about. So, we're okay. using pointers. We have, we have six dogs. We put four out at a time. Okay. And the dog, uh, you know, Robbie Thompson's dogs are awesome. He's the guide and he works with Dr. Jacobs on the farm, kind of as a, as a ranch hand. And. They're his dogs. Okay. And I tell you, the guy must spend an inordinate amount of time training these dogs because they are excellent. Mm-hmm. I mean, to see these dogs go on point and stop and freeze, see their tails go up. And a pheasant's like a rooster, mm-hmm. you know, like a chicken. It's not just going to sit there and let you flush it and shoot it. Right. It starts running. It runs. Yep. And it's funny to watch the corn or the sour gum or the brown top millet shaking as they're bumping it yeah and you're going there's a runner uh-huh. and you're going holy crap do, do like the dogs runner. hold point or do they follow the bird they'll hold point for a couple seconds till robbie says get them yeah he'll tell them to get them and they'll chase them down the, okay. the rows and then you've got two guys blocking the fields yep. some of the uh food plots are uh, about an acre and then there's some of them that are like three or four acres mm-hmm. so you're you're walking a considerable distance and you get four guys walking and two guys blocking and it's a lot of fun. If you've never hunted pheasant and it's you're a bird so hunter, fun, man. it is unbelievable. It is I got so a question, though. You made a comment of, okay, we're going to meet at 1030, but let's go a little early at 830. Now, from what little bit I know of being out in the plains, they get a lot of wind. They can. Why Why? Why would a normal day be start? I mean, y'all got banker's hours or something? Y'all can't get up out of bed? I mean, Well, these guys are on vacation. Yeah. And a lot of times when you get out there, it's cold as you know what. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's colder than a well digger's rear end. Mm-hmm. I just figured between the wind getting going and the birds kind of waking up and more spreading out, it's kind starting of, it, at 10 it, or 10 30. Think about it as a gentleman's game. No, I, I'm, no, a, no, I'm, I'm in all I'm, favor I'm, for I'm that. I, mean, I get it. I get a, it. It's a, it's a sleep in, have breakfast. Yep. Chill. Everybody sits okay. around, shoots the breeze yeah, till yeah. like okay. you know, 8 45. Okay. We get in the SUV and drive over to the farm at 9 o'clock. Here's the other thing, a lot of birds are planted. Yep. Okay. So you got to have you get the guides got to have the time to put birds out. And here's the thing, which is not the way. Out here's there. a question a that, birds, that right? was brought up. We no, were they're, having they're, most of most of his birds. We were having di- dinner. Oh, uh-huh, really? Yeah. Well, we were having dinner with our our guide the other night, Robbie Thompson, and a question came up: Were these planted or are these mm-hmm. wild birds? And he goes, "Look, they're all planted." He said, "You know where pheasant came from? China." <laughs> they yeah. came from China. They're right. non-native, just like the feral hig, the hogs around here. Right. So he said, "What's the difference?" He said, "As long as they're kept in a, a blacked-out environment, away from humans, and you put them out on the field, they're wild." Yeah. I mean, they are. They are. They will get up and go, and you can't tell the difference. You can't tell me. You can see a bird pop up and tell me if if it's a wild bird 
or it's a farm-raised bird. You cannot tell the difference. So covey-wise, like old time, they're not like ago, quail. They're not like quail. No, no, I'm not saying that, all. but I mean, I, rem- I mean, years ago watching TV shows of being out west, you'd see when they flush, there might be three roosters and nine hen? hens. Now you won't see that. That's not any that. I mean, I mean, that's not when, happening when, anymore. When, when we hunt in Kansas, that's the way it is. You'll see on, but but, but it's it, okay where he's hunting one acre fields. In Kansas, we're hunting forty acres with twenty-five people. That's what I'm getting. Okay? At, and then when you when you, when you get when you get to the blockers, and that's the, and it's that last fifty yards. It's going to flush. It's it and, and there's 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 a lot of you know hen rooster you know because yeah. you can't shoot and, and, and I mean yeah there'll be twenty thirty birds in the air. Yeah, yeah. But he's hunting like one. one his, his is is set up for yeah this is 256 acre farm yeah okay well that's what basically what i'm getting to is in between i get it yeah i'll be right two seconds um in the bird population anymore (laughs) how many of it is is a planted situation compared to live i mean how many states are are live how many states have wild birds wild birds and how and they're all planted all, I'd say yeah. I'd say eighty percent of the birds that you see are planted. Why? Because that's just the way it is. You got. Well, I mean, do they get all? I mean, how got did all these serious. I mean, get, what, again, 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 when when we're in Killing? when we're in Kansas, there's no planted birds. They're all they're all wild. They're all wild, and you have good years and you have bad years. Just uh, you know, the one year that I went up there, and I know we need to take a break. Uh, they had a hailstorm, killed all the birds. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Or yeah, you have a a winter that's just brutal. Brutal. Yeah. They, a lot of them don't survive. No, they they don't live very long. They're 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 two three year old. I, I didn't know. Yeah. I have never done it. Yeah. So Six four one ten ten. You're listening to you're getting your education on pheasant hunting this morning. Yeah, I, I, I like just it. Never done it. Yeah, you listen to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show right here on ten ten XL ninety two point five FM. Don't go anywhere. When we come back. We got a ring power tip of the week. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Right now, it's time for your Ring Power Tip of the Week. And, uh, uh, man, just uh, this is kind of on a personal note, okay? Uh, Ring Power has been a, a huge sponsor of this show forever, but they've also taken care of us fishing-wise. They, oh, they charter oh us a, a, a lot. And, and I wanted to send a huge thanks because I, I did my last Ring Power trip yesterday and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and went out on a great note and, and had a great time. And But the reason... It, it, it's it's because it's usually a client and someone who works for Ring Power, mm-hmm. and you know, just like listening to them yesterday talk, I'm like, what is that? Mm-hmm. You know, what what is you know? Because I, I oh, it's you know, steer loader or, or backo or whatever, you know, and and uh, those the reason I'm saying it, those guys know their equipment, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if you, if you're wanting to rent something, buy something from from Ring Power, you can rest assured. That they're going to know what they're talking about. Um, my favorite time of year for trail cameras is right now, and, and 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 the reason is is because the bucks are big time laying down scrapes right now, and so there's there's a, a couple tips here. A lot of it's so funny because. I, so many people are always we're always talking. They're like, "Hey, have you got any big bucks on camera? You got any big bucks on camera?" Well, I really don't. I've got a couple decent ones, okay. But how you get pictures of your big bucks? It, sometimes it's not over a corn pile. 
All right. Yeah. I mean, they're they're leery. Once they get to four and a half years old, it's weird, man. They, it's a different animal where we're at. But the reason they're laying those scrapes down is because they're trying to attract mama. And they 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 the other thing that uh, that's really cool is that most of the time they're laying those scrapes down on travel routes. So now's the time to dedicate some cameras on scrapes. But here's the deal. Don't put it on top of the scrape. Yeah. Because if you do, and They'll if he, them. absolutely, Kurt, they'll leave. They won't they, come they, back. They, they will not come back. I've had I've had that happen so many times. I'm like, all right, man, I got a big scrape. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on here and see, you know, what exactly what we got. And all, all of a sudden, you get one picture, and he's looking at the camera. They, I'm, I'm just telling you, 90 percent of the time, it's done. You and know, he ain't so, coming back. Uh, no, he's he's not coming back to that scrape. He no. may go somewhere else, but he knows that camera's there. And so, um, first off, blackout cameras, you know, not even a little infrared light. The blackout camera is the only way to go. Um, and 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 somehow have it hidden, covered up, covered up. You know, have it, you know, kind of on the side of the tree. I mean, you, you can't have it like like right on the trail and right over the scrape. Wrap it with moss. Something. Make something. it look like a part of the tree. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But it's if you if you if you truly want to get an inventory. Of, of, what of, of what you've got right 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 now man they're 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 laying the scrapes down and man you talk about even better with this colder weather coming oh they really get to it they're, they're, Halloween around here is the magic that's day that's exactly right the, the, the week before and, and Halloween for us is, is time that's your ring power tip of the week and I tell you what when we were in South Dakota you talk about some gigantic scrapes oh, oh yeah I mean yeah. those deer are so big out yeah there. I know it's unbelievable I saw any? I saw a fork horn, and it looked like you could have put a saddle on yeah. when he blew up out of a really? little draw. Oh, and they look different. Their deer out there are, are kind of a pale square. brown. Yep. They have a square nose, yep. a square head, big. You know, where our deer here, their noses are long and thin. Their deer out there almost look like a, like a little pony on the front end. It's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it is different. It there's, is. There's, there's, there's no question. And, and the, the, the trees that – that they rub out there. Yeah, it's oh. true oak tree. I mean, just dude, they 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 rub telephone poles. Yeah, they do. Literally, those big old cedar trees. Yeah, you come over really. there and they'll rip them from a foot off the ground. Yeah, to four feet up. Yeah, I mean, you're talking like huge racks of antlers. Yeah, I mean, are you going to go to the, Indiana this year? I am. I am. Um, I'm, I'm covering for everybody in October. Have you noticed? Yeah, I see that. <laughs> you're a good man. Yeah, because the first two weeks of November, okay. uh, which I, I I'm, I'm I want to hunt as much of the rut in Georgia as I can because I've um, I've kind of missed it the last couple of years mm-hmm. and and so honestly for for me and in, in my neck of the woods next week um, starting about the twenty third through the fourth and fifth is 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 really good and then it kind of slows down until Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for us for, for for you know on on my property and and so I've scheduled it because. In Indiana, and really for the Midwest, when I hunted with Kevin Teobin in Kansas, yeah. which was some of the greatest hunting memories I'll ever have, um, Veterans Day, which is the 10th, yes, I believe. Yeah. So so the 8th, 9th, and 10th are like, like the three days that you need to be in the woods all day mm-hmm. because the action is – and it will be all day, as long as you have the weather. Um, so, I, you know, I've always gotten – anxious and gotten there like the third or the fourth you know and then and then i'm, I'm missing 
what I had, what you know, all the work and time that I put into the Georgia piece. Yeah. And so I'm staying a little later, and 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 the dates fall down perfect too because the sixth is a Saturday, and I would much rather drive drive on a Saturday on, than on, yeah, on, yeah. on a weekend because we have to go through Atlanta and everything. Yep. So you know yeah. you're trying to you're trying to time everything up. So probably probably leave like 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 late on Friday night or early early Saturday morning. It's sixteen hours. Okay. It's a it, mm. it, it yeah it's a it's a drive. That's like going to Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's right. I mean, okay. we have to go to Pennsylvania in a couple of weeks uh, because we've got to clean out Kate's mom's house, yeah. you know, and get that ready for sale next spring. So the main reason we're going up there is to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's 15, 16 hours. So we drive to North Carolina and spend a night and then, you know, hit the next leg the next day. It's yeah. A, it's a poke. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. But the, the, the cool thing is driving, especially when you're hunting, Scott, and, and Kirk will – is you can take your stuff, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You don't, you know. I mean, if I want to take take a couple climbers and you know, there's you know all kinds of stuff that that, that I can take that you obviously you're not getting on a plane. So, no. so so when I get up there, I've got I've got everything. Well, that's what, I didn't want to interrupt Kirk because yeah. I mean he I mean I want him to get his story in. But coming back to that because I don't fly, but I mean, like, <laughs> do you get like walked in by a security Shocker. guard? When so what happens when you come into the airport? You you've got to have your 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 weapon in a in a lock case. Right. It's got to be locks, right. It's got to have two locks on it. It has to be a TSA approved case and approved locks. You can't just put any kind of lock on your case. They have to be able to unlock it on their side. And so, so you got to give them a key. So when you walk in the airport with a gun case, a lot of eyes are on you. Mm-hmm. I number, get you. Number one. I understand. And, and as you I'm go, asking, a guard is not walking you in. No, you but there, there, the yes. there are usually somebody. There's usually somebody around watching you, and so you come in. You have to bring it in. It has to be locked. Then you have to open it, show that there's no ammo in there, you know, or what whether the gun is unloaded. Gun has to be unloaded. That's why we take our guns apart. There's no way to load a un, you know, a, okay, a, a weapon that's taken totally ammo apart. In your case, I don't take any ammo in the case. I just I, I I didn't do that. Michael said we could do that. We didn't do that. We shipped it out. But they go I in and they done, open. They make you the open the thing. case. I would have shipped it. You out shipped too. it out too. Yeah. Yeah. They inspect it. They ask you the question: Is there any ammunition in the case? No. Open it up. Let me see it. They look at it. They they make you sign a, a statement saying that you don't have anything odd or weird in there, and the gun's not loaded. Then they close the case. Put that little sign piece of paper back into the gun case they lock it and then they send it to shipping and then it goes right to another guy in the back of the house and they will open it up again and inspect it so the keys got to follow the gun or one keys follows the gun no no, keys. no tsa locks they have a special hole in them yep that the, that the tsa has a key for right. they have a key oh, oh, okay. so yeah, it's okay, a two okay. lock system like okay, mine okay, okay. mine is a combination Okay, a combination lock that has a special combination to open the locks. And like Chris says, there's a little keyhole at the bottom of it. And they have a special key that they can insert in that keyhole and unlock your combination lock. Oh, okay, that's what I'm mm-hmm. asking. So T has, a, okay, has that option. Now, when you leave South Dakota to come home, they take it one step further. After you've used the weapon and shot with it, they swab the case looking for uh, explosive chemicals. <gasps> C4, whatever else they have out there in the, in the world that people use to make bombs with or whatever, and they swipe the whole case and put that swipe swab into a machine that checks it. 
before you can go through TSA. All right, before we take a break, let's go. Let's talk to Richard. He's got a hunting question. What's up, Richard? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good, good. Yay. So, hey, Kirk, I want you to know something. I've been going to Tipton, Kansas for many years and pheasant hunting. Mm, oh, cool. No, it's beautiful, actually. Just like you said, it's wide open. You can see for miles, miles and miles. Have you ever seen a black pheasant? You know, they have seen a few on the farm. Actually, uh, Dr. Jacobs had shot one and had it mounted. So they have seen a handful of them. Hmm. Okay. And, and that's a funny thing because I, I was able to go uh, – we're, we're right on the border of Nebraska. Nebraska is probably, I don't know, 100 miles-ish, whatever. Right. But we went to this farm and uh, – they had black, white, and strawberry. Pheasant? Now, when I say strawberry, I mean, they're they're different from what a rooster would look like, right? So, huh. Huh. it's amazing It's amazing to me that they have this technology that gives them uh, the ability to... to well, I think a lot of times, just like redfish, you know, I always get the same question. Does a redfish always have two spots? And I go, well... No. Not always. And they go, what do you mean? I said, well, it's like a human with freckles. Sometimes you've got a guy that's got two freckles, and then you got one guy that's got 50. That's right. And redfish will do the same thing. And I've seen – the only time we ever saw a unusual pheasant, we saw a hen, that's five or six years ago, that had white markings on it. And that right. was kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. When she popped yeah. up, she was really obvious. And we are like, wow, you know, don't shoot yeah. it, you know. But, um, it, you know, but you'll no, see I, that. I, I, I actually got a chance to see that. That was that was pretty pretty cool. So yeah, that love, is cool. I love visiting hunting. It's, it's, uh, if anybody out there ever gets a chance to go, and you know it, Kirk, and it's a it's a blessing just to go. It is. Walk. If you've you never, if you like wing shooting, it's yeah. it's like duck hunting. It's, it's fun. It's right. fun. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's well, a lot it's of fun. Diff- well, it's different than duck hunting because you're sitting with duck hunting. You're right. Sitting. Right. But you're walking. You'll walk 10 miles a day. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, You'll burn some calories. No, no, no doubt. Going up them yeah. down, no doubt. up and down those darn Richard, hills, we man. Richard, we got to take a break. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, see you, bud. See you. Give us a call, 641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Back to the 80s. It's more like 70s there. Uh, I love this song. It, I think it's early 80s would be my, would be my guess. I, I love this song, I had too. this on 45 yeah. and would play it over and over yeah, and over I think again. I had it on 8-track. Nice. Yes, I do. I do believe I had that on 8-track. Hey, folks, uh, Shark Coatings, I know you, you listened to Jeff talk about how good his garage floors look after they get done with it. But listen, they do driveways, pool decks, patios, and walkways. It's commercial, um, industrial. They've spent over two decades delivering high-quality floor coatings. So just go to sharkfloorcoatings.com and see all they have to offer. And uh, let's go to the phone lines and talk to Ray. Morning, Ray. Hey, hey good morning, guys. Um, a quick question. Uh, it's been a while since I've tried to fish uh, this time of year or as the water temperatures start to come down. But I'm just curious if any of you uh, 
have an experience with uh, groupers starting to move in a little closer uh, to, say, 60, 70 feet of water as the uh, water temperatures start to come down. Man, let, let me, I'm just curious, Ray, how, when's the last time you did it? Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Eight, yeah. ten years ago. Okay, all right. and, and, and it's, it's a great question, and, and listen, mm-hmm. we all did this ten years ago. Yep. We all we all went grouper fishing in in late November, October, November. November, always around, yeah. always around Halloween into Thanksgiving. Yes. God, I mean, yeah. I could I could show you pictures. And, and as far years as ago. you 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 mentioned sixty seventy feet of water, look, bro, we don't catch them anymore. Yeah. Ever since yeah. oh, what is that oh seven? Yeah. When those four hurricanes hit here. Yep. And we they dumped all that water in here. It, Something it, happened, and I remember the divers going out. Yep. Jesse Gregory and all those guys. Saying all these these groupers were just sitting on the bottom with these little funny looking yep. sores. Yep. yep. We had the same conversation yep. with uh, Doctor White about it. Yep. And I've bottom fish all summer long. Yes. And into the fall, and we go out there in the wintertime and sea bass fish, and I haven't seen any good gag group and grouper fishing in in a long time. Yeah. I, the only the only encouraging thing is I I caught a bunch of juveniles this year. Yep. I did. I, did. I, I caught, Ray, I caught a lot of 20-inch fish, more than I've caught in years. But that fall, you know, grouper fishing that, that, that you remember, we don't have anymore. We just simply don't have it. No. It's depressing. Yeah. yeah, I can remember, uh, like I was saying, 10 years ago, hell, it could have been 12. But, but uh, I, I, I scuba dive but main, mainly in the Keys, but I was diving with one of my sons at NSS. And, uh, you know, right away, speared a 31-inch gag, and that's the last time I've done yeah. much of that. But I'm a, I'm a hook and line guy, and I was just hoping things had changed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, it has not. I mean, not for me. An occasional one, but you ain't going to go out there consistently right. and, and, and go I, catch one or two I'm gonna, of them, I am going to ask these two guys, within 80 feet – When's the last time you have cleaned a grouper? When's the last time you caught a 15 grouper? Fifteen years ago, Kurt. I th- I think since 07. Yeah, I, I yeah it's been it's been fifteen years for me too, Ray. And and okay. we do we do a lot of bottom fishing, bro. And then I mean, you got to look at all the people that we fellowship with. I mean, we're talking yes, about Denny Jeremy, Young, yep. Steve, Steve Mullen, Dennis Young, who's probably the best bottom fisherman. That's in, right. in Mayport, I, unless they go out to the you know to the ledge. Those guys aren't catching any gags inshore. Right. We're just not well, seeing you it. Uh, you mentioned Dr. White. Did he have a take on that? You know, we had him in the studio, and he said they really couldn't figure out what had happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was it was some kind of but le- it, lesions. It, it wiped them out. And it's associated something with something, but yep. they just really weren't sure something what happened. it was. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate the information. All right, buddy. Guys. Thanks, Ray. Thanks. Hey, I just just out of curiosity, I just had uh, my buddy um, up where I'm at in Georgia. His name is Terry Myers, and um, Terry's who I bought my property from. Yep. Right. And people are always asking me, hey, if, if he's got a piece up for sale or whatever, let me know. But he just texted me and said that he's got a 133-acre piece in Lawrence County. Um, I'm in Terrafield County, and Lawrence County is just, just to the north of me. So it's it would be just to the um, – Kind of east, southeast of of Macon, and um, said that it, 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 
recreational property. Uh, it's uh, 133 acres. I, I've looked at the pictures. It's absolutely beautiful. Pines and hardwoods. Yes, mix. pines and hardwoods, and it's got some clear cut on it, which I know people are like, man, they clear cut it. That is the best deer hunting there is. Mm-hmm. A, a year to two years after they clear cut something, and that's when, like, like for our property, we have a 200 acre piece that they clear cut. I'm going to say six or seven years ago, maybe eight years ago, and we all killed big bucks on it. J- James Azuri, myself, Roger. I mean, that's where we killed all of our big bucks was on after it grew up. You know, to because the deer think they're hidden. Yeah, they get comfortable. Yeah, they get comfortable. You know, you can get up in a tree stand, you can see them. But anyway, if anybody's interested in this 133 acre piece, they, if uh, they can call me or um, again, I'll give you Terry's phone number. But if you've got some way to write it down, it's nine one two two one eight ninety three hundred. Again, it's one hundred thirty three acres. And look at it. What does he want for it? Did he, did he say no, that? No, he didn't say that. Negotiable. That yeah, negotiable. That'd yeah. be something to discuss with. The landowner himself. So anyway, oh, that's all. That's all cool. good stuff. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, cooler weather. You know, I, I know that all of us have have uh, had a little more giddy in our step this morning because we, uh, we tomorrow is going to be I'm just tired blind. of sweat. I'm just tired me, of freaking me, sweating. Me too, Kirk. <laughs> I mean, I got uh, yeah. sunburnt this yeah. week one time because I didn't put on enough <laughs> how about, sunscreen. I did. How, how, how about Ricky showing up for the the forecast yeah, show on the, Thursday evening, dude? He was burnt. Burnt. I mean, I'm like, damn, Ricky. Yeah, but that's from all the spotlights on him. Well, well that, that is true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. spent the day on the back of a sport fish, bottom fish, and doesn't realize what a, how much. Well, no, actually, he was fishing with Zach on Thursday. They, they inshore fish. Yeah, but on Wednesday, he worked for Jimmy Ladley or right. on the Legend. So no, no, that's yeah. how he got burnt. Yeah. Standing on the back deck baiting hooks. Yeah. but And then and then inshore fishing all day the next day. Yeah, that's you got to wear, you know, it's, you you kind of forget about it, but mm-hmm. you can't. I mean, it's, it's... Well, I'm just ready for a break. Me too, brother. It's been hot. Yeah. It's been a hot year, hot summer. It has. You know, and it's just... It's, it's lingered. I know you guys like cold weather, but for me, who fish, I fish year-round, I want to just wear like a pair of frog togs in the morning kind of thing. And then be able to strip. I'm not saying 10, freezing cool. I'm just saying cool. Yeah, I don't want something uh, where we don't have that humidity in the air all the time. There it is. You exactly. Know, get rid yeah. of the humidity. Well, Ugh. that was one thing about being in South Dakota. You know, we hunted for three mm-hmm. days up there. And the last day on Saturday, we got up in the morning. It was probably when I called y'all on Saturday morning. It was nice. And then we had about 15, 20 knot wind, and it stayed probably 74 was the high for the day, and it was comfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. 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 I, I I get it. And that's that's the one thing, the, the one thing that we haven't had in Georgia. And I don't know. People have heard me talk about this. We haven't had any wind, bro. And when no. I tell you, I mean, first off, think about what we've had here in September. We haven't mm-hmm. had any wind. No. Yeah. And if I'm in no, to see if thirty knots is really going to come. Yeah. If, there, if there's no wind here, yeah. there sure as hell ain't no wind in no. middle Georgia. No. You know. Right. And, and and you get up in your stand and you're like, you can hear a net fart. You know. I mean, you can't. There's no way to pull a bow back. What does that uh, sound like? It will. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Here we go again. Here we go. That's what it sounds like. So, fantastic. <laughs> so, for all you people out there sitting in a deer stand right uh-huh. now, it's 9 30 in the morning. You didn't think I'd do that, did you? Can you please record uh, a gnat fart? Yeah. <laughs> I hope the thermocell's burning loud enough that you don't have to hear a gnat fart. Yes. You know? Yes. You know? and, and, and that's that's the other thing. I mean, it's like the mosquitoes are so bad. Um, it, it, well, I'll tell you, the sand gnats have been bad in the mornings. 
Yes, they have. Lately, even with a northeast wind, you know, slight northeast wind blowing in the morning, boy, you crawl into a creek and stuff like that and get below it here lately, it's they're they're eating me up too. Yeah. Because I'm so sweet. Well, there's a lot to eat. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Shots fired. Again. Hey. All right. On that note, note, let's take a break. Blushing again. Yeah, he is. He's blushing again. He got shanked. (laughs) Oh, he got shanked. Shanked. (laughs) Yep. He got shanked. Folks, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go and go see my buddies at Claude Dole Cadillac. No. The cool thing is, is whenever you you go in there and you buy a vehicle, and, and, you know, seriously, you guys bought boats and everything, vehicles. I hate it when I have to make like three trips. Uh-huh. You know, but they do everything. Whenever you go in there, they they'll, they'll take care of your insurance. They'll call your insurance company. They'll switch That's everything. Awesome. Yeah, they take care of you. I mean, you don't you, you just go in there, sign the papers, and done. Who's who's your guy? Steve Tobergen. Steve. Okay. Yep, Steve Tobergen. I'm going to be talking to him. Yes. Yeah. yeah those nuts are over there going, "Hey man, you want to eat him here? You want to take him in the back?" <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, just a huge thanks to uh, Whalen Bay Marine in St. Augustine right there off 207. Um, obviously, if you're in the market for a Sea Fox contender, Carolina Skiff, and you go on and on. Uh, tracker Nitro on the freshwater side. Vacos. Yep, yep, yep. But they, they've, been, they've been helping me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work a, 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 a deal out on a new boat, and they've been – Man, they've been bending over backwards, and I, I truly appreciate it. I told them that yesterday. I mean, they, these guys are going above and beyond, and um, I, I appreciate that. Listen, we need to do a weather and a tides update. Uh, the weather yep. always brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And so, Kirk, if, if like um, today at noon, a little football game, yeah, you didn't want to cook – Order some takeout. Order some takeout. Call yeah, up, get some uh, brisket. What should I get? I, I, I wonder, I call I wonder up who's thinking about that right yeah, now. Yeah, could, yeah. could it be Everyone? you? Yeah, me. <laughs> I'd, get me some, I'd get me some ribs, uh-huh. some of those St. Louis ribs, and I'd get the uh, smoked wings. Oh, Ain't too yeah. shabby. Some of those uh, I love smoked wings. fatty brisket. Get a couple pounds of that. How about the beef rib thing? Oh, that's money. That's just that's, that's just, drop the mic kind of situation. That's just drop the Nirvana, mic. you know. You just may as well just flop over and go to like. Yeah, you might miss the game. Is what you're saying? Ten X, you know. Up. Yeah, I mean, just unbelievable. Okay, all right, you know. Always brought to you by the bearded pig. Uh, the rest of today, west winds ten knots. Sounds like some of the boys ran offshore to do some kingfish. Oh summer. yeah, yeah. Uh, better better get in early though because um, tonight. Fit the blue. Yeah, northwest fifteen to twenty. North at 20 to 25 after midnight. Whoa, man. Um, obviously, nobody's going offshore. Tomorrow, 15 to 20 out of the north. Um, Sunday night, north 15 to 20, becoming northeast 10 to 15. So it's going to back off quite a bit. And then 10 to 15 on Monday, that's fine. The inshore fish, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Tuesday through Wednesday, east winds 5 to 10 knots. My God, what a beautiful week. And I mean, you're talking about temperatures. High 70s, low 80s, with the humidity. You know what's kind of nice, though, is having a fire like outside this. I mean, yeah. I'm, a, I'm ready right. for fire you know the little, little fire pit thing. You know, I, not long. Throw on two logs or whatever. Go out and have I'm a ready. toddy. Or, I'm with you. you I'm know, ready to put that pit. By 9 o'clock, on, yep. I'm on the, sleeping. On the fire, mm-hmm. man. Shoot mm-hmm. yeah. Tides. You know. Tides are brought to you by Angie Sub. There's another deal, too, folks. If you're going to watch some college football today, That's which right. is awesome. 
great games out there. You know, Georgia's playing Kentucky. I mean, you got to get you a big old Angie subs. That's a great they idea. They do too. take out. Give them a call at two four six two five one nine. Tell them you want the Doctor Bang Skip Skippy. Get about six of those. You know, a couple of the uh, cheeseburger subs. <laughs> you, you know, we did that for Christmas one year. Did you really? <laughs> we did. Nothing wrong with that, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, well, because a lot of times for Christmas, you know, you got a lot of people. Yeah. You know, and it was like, let's just get a couple big old Yeah, a couple foot long subs. That's what we did. Cut them up in chunks. Because I can remember, Chris, that I called Captain Kirk because I didn't know where the new beach location was. You needed shrimp? No, the bearded pig was. And I got shanked (laughs) on a Monday. Because the damn bearded pig wasn't open. Then Then I ended up at Angie's. The whole damn day was just screwed. Chris, you got a theme for The Godfather here? I feel like we need to be playing The Godfather song, you know? Okay, the fact that he used it himself, it's over. It's over. Love it. Awesome. That's awesome. Not only did Moe's forget about me on, you know, being that I am the fishing forecast. You know, now I go to the bearded pig that we would represent so highly in their clothes on Mondays. Are you You're kidding me? Have you ever, ever thought about making a phone call? Have I ever thought about not going out to dinner okay, anymore? Yeah. Yes. Hey, um, can sorry, we get the tides? Yeah, can we get the tides? I'm sorry, Are you finished? I just got no, because I'm doing a paper bag. <laughs> I do, I you do sure not, you don't want this banana? No. I've been saving it for you. I do a story about trying to find food on a Monday. Yeah. Because when we were in Indiana last year, right, we got done hunting Monday evening, and for some reason, everybody wanted pizza. And everybody's and, closed. And we, really? Yeah, so so Grandpa Jimmy and I were coming back, and, and the lease is about 30 minutes away. So we just, you know, go through town, get right. pizza. Dude, we went to like four or five places. All Crazy. Five places. We ended up we ended up at a convenience store. No, yeah, you didn't. Yes, we did. The hunt, those little hunts pizza. The little hunts pizza. <laughs> you put the little, yes, the so little we, cookie bake oven thing. <laughs> oh, boy. I went over like, like a lead balloon. Yeah. Nice. Not like 10 of them. No. <laughs> I didn't go over real well, did No, it didn't. The but, Supreme that all the yeah. little chunks, yeah. of, yeah. The chunks of peppers are cut yeah. in a perfect yeah. little square. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 These are nasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they take the... You turn a hey, timer on that they, thing. They, they, like they put pizza. Bloody Mary sick. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Yeah. What kind no, of sauce is this? Is that ketchup? Everything was closed on Monday. Everything except for yeah. the convenience yeah. store with the Hunt's Pizza. That's funny. Anyway, what are our tides? What tides? Oh, anyway. So it basically you had a low tide at 11.50, so it was coming up. We had a high tide at 5.38 this morning, 4.9. So it's going to flow. It's not going to be real bad. We're coming up on a full moon. But the neat thing about tides right now with this cooler weather coming in, I like the high outgoing tide. 100%. So if you're going to fish this week, these are perfect tides to fish on. Wait till this wind backs off. Mm-hmm. You know, Tuesday be a good day to hit the water. Got perfect tides early in the morning. You don't have to leave the dock till 8 o'clock. So – uh, when I think of a high outgoing tide, I think trout fishing. Exactly. You know, yeah, but, man. I mean, because for me personally, it's got to get a little lower. But you know what's going to happen? Reds. You right. know what's going to happen? These mullet are coming flying out of these rivers. I agree. And you I, watch. This week could be epic. Right. And, and I, 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 I talked about this on my, um, when I was doing my fishing report with Prosser yesterday morning. T- tomorrow, I mean, I know it's going to be blowing. I get it. Yeah. But if 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 you want to catch a tarpon. They're, they're, tomorrow might be the day, yep. and it might be the end of it because it's they're they're, they're exiting after this. They're you you, you know you're, you're talking about water temperatures are getting ready to drop what four or five degrees. Yeah. I mean, oh, I would think by Monday morning, Tuesday we're 
We're going to see 78 degrees. Easy. You know, yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like I said, in, in that, that, that high outgoing is some of the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. Well, you got t- your clean water in there, you know. Yeah, that's right. You know, because mm-hmm. you usually got to wait on the incoming tide as far as depending on where your trap spots are and how far up the road, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to wait halfway through that tide before you start yep. seeing right. the cleaner water moving through. Right? Yep. Yep, yep. I, I I agree, and I, I I do love that tide, but I love that tide to trout fish. I, it's not a like. And yep, we're, yep. All, we're getting close. As soon as this water temperature gets around seventy five right, degrees, yeah. did you catch any trout yesterday? No, I did not catch a one I caught, yesterday. I, I caught I caught two. I was I, in a I spot and I was feeding them finger mullet, but I think they were small fish because I we got the bites mm-hmm. and they came up. The mullet came up all scaled or had the yeah. trout yep. teeth marks, but they weren't. Right. Big, enough to, big enough to eat the three-inch mullets. Four yeah, we got mullets. on a good bite of them Thursday. Specs? Speckle uh, yep. trout? Some pretty ones. And I was really lucky because those guys didn't want to keep any fish. So we were catching slot reds and keeper trout and keeper flounder. And I forgot all about the flounder regs, folks. Don't forget. Yeah. Flounder's closed. closed until November 15th. Yep. So, no, And I did never even. Yeah. I was going to. I never even went looking. The other, you know, the day before, or even yesterday, say, "Hey, let's go. Yeah, you go. Let me let go pitch a couple docks." I knew damn good and sure what was going to happen. I'd catch a double-digit fish, <laughs> and it was like, "Hell no! I'm not even putting myself yeah. in a situation of hey, let's go flip for mangoes or mm-hmm. alligator farm dock." I stayed far away from that dock yeah. as I possibly you, could. You, you yeah. would have gotten shanked. I would have gotten sure. shanked. Well, no, yeah. Don't do that. No, don't, no. don't do that. But no, no, no. I, it was it was funny because yesterday. Um, guy threw up on top of an oyster and, and pulled it off. And as soon as it did, I saw it go thump. And I went, and it, and it was fighting funny. Do you know what? It, it just kind of sat there. And I went, man, that's probably a big flounder. And I went, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. And, and it, got, it was a giant stingray. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was kind of glad. I'm glad about there. that. Yeah, oh, was, man, it's <laughs> a stingray. Most times, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh. And a little excited when it came up a stingray. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I saw guys flounder fishing yesterday. So don't forget, folks, flounder's closed. It is closed. till November 30th. Yep. Yeah. Unless you got a commercial license, you can't keep any. Right. Nope. And I saw guys fishing for them yesterday, and I was like, I hope they know. Well, you know, it's it's we talked about this on the forecast show. It's it's something that's in, yeah. in, in your brain. You know, Kirk, we've never had a closure on flounder. No. So no, we haven't. You, you you just don't think about the trout thing. What was that? February. No. Yeah. Oh. It used to be closed. But I mean, how long ago was that? 20 years ago? 15 years ago? Yeah. Well, it was closed in February. Yeah. When we always no, had the closed month. It, it wasn't that it wasn't that long ago. 10, it wasn't? 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah. that was always hard because January, you know, transitioning into it because right. you're still there. The cool thing them. about that is nobody fished. Yeah, right. that's true. That's you know true. what I mean? That's true. They, it's not like they closed it in April when no. when people are throwing topwater plugs and it's such good trout fishing. And here's the other thing, because I know I got a text from Jeff earlier. Don't forget, some counties of Georgia right now are closed to does right now this weekend. Yeah, they've, they've checked. Yeah, so the make sure you check season. your regs yeah. Yeah. when you're deer hunting yeah. this don't, weekend. Don't, don't be just slinging lead. No, don't. <laughs> Don't get in trouble. All right, when we come back, let's uh, we'll do a Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. Yep. All right, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, and uh, just a reminder, folks: Captain Scott, myself, and uh, Hollywood Captain Ricky Papour. Or on every Thursday evening from 6 to 7 with the Moe Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. If you haven't picked it up, and Chris, 
Everybody can get it on podcast where? That's right. At uh, Well, wherever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcast, And just uh, search for The Outdoor Show. You can also search for that guy, Kevin Favor, and uh, and it'll come up lickety-split for you. I like it. Yeah, so, and like thanks, for, thanks to Whale and Bay for sponsoring it. Yes, sir. Yep. yep. And we love that Mako. We don't. We do love the Mako. Captain Kirk, it's deer season. Opening deer of season. gun. And what better thing to prepare after you've uh, harvested a nice, big, fat, juicy deer? Uh-huh. You know, is some fat, <laughs> juicy venison. I, I love We're going to harvest a big, fat, juicy deer. I like it, man. I like it. And so what we posted up today, uh, Kirby Co. Builders, Kevin, Kirby Co. Builders is... Well, I'm not, you know... He's not there. That yeah. was your anyway, segment, yeah. not his. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. This, I, you know, I this shot is... the pooch here. I had a little, a little typo here in the, <laughs> in the menu here on our recipe, so I had to go back in and edit while we were on break. Oh, that's good. Well, you go ahead and do your thing, and I'll do my For thing. All You'll your... do your thing, and we'll do it at the very yep. end of my thing. Mm-hmm. But so what we... <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing at the very end of your thing? We're going to uh, cook right now. That's right. <laughs> We're going to do barbecue venison medallion. <laughs> so I usually take one package of venison, which is about two and a quarter pounds, and I dice it up. And here's one thing I didn't put in the recipe. Usually after I've taken the venison and put it in about two to three inch medallions, I t- put it in a Ziploc bag and I hit it with a mallet and yep. pound it out a little bit and it tenderizes a little bit. But you need uh, two Valdelia onions, three cups of ketchup, two tablespoons of garlic powder, and I'll sometimes I'll use a tablespoon of fresh garlic, uh, two tablespoons of Worcestershire sauce, a quarter cup of brown sugar, teaspoons of mustards, I like French's, uh, a cup of flour, a cup of cornstarch, and a quarter cup of peanut oil. And usually what I'll do is I'll take and slice and cut up the onions, saute the onion in the oil, and I'll place that off to the side. Then I make my ketchup, brown sugar, basically barbecue sauce. And then another pound pan, I brown the uh, venison medallions after they've been dusted with corn, starch, and flour and the remaining oil. And just can we get all this on Facebook? Yep. Okay. It's all on there. Yep. Yep. And then you just cook it like you would with like a. You know, you can you, you just marry the sauce into with the with the medallions. Let, let, let me ask you this: Can can you um, use other protein besides? Yep, pork is real good. Okay, um, you can use chicken. Um, you can actually use beef. Beef. That's what I was thinking. So all can, can you use be, tofu? Uh, no, no, you can't. You cannot. <laughs> no, lad, you cannot do that. Yeah. So so <laughs> I'm, so so I'm bringing up Kirby Co. Builders, and it says. Um, it says try running Windows Network Diagnostics. It's not coming up, so uh, just go to uh, KirbyCoBuilders.com and see all they have to offer. <laughs> they great people, uh, Chris Kirby and and, and uh, I, I know Scott. You've been the, uh, the the one personal place that I've seen that he's done is my brother's house. Yeah, uh-huh. amazing, amazing. The drywall. Yeah, it's it's uh, amazing. Pretty, pretty pretty cool stuff. So yeah. I, I like the recipe, Kirk. It's great. Yeah. It really is something if you're going to watch a football game, you know, you can make a, you know, you you said you're very fond of uh, rice. So am I. I like a little nice pot of jasmine rice. Mm -hmm. Or you can make mashed potatoes, you know. know? I'd love to eat that too. Yeah. Hey, I got it for you. What? Kirby Co. Builders is an industry leader and proven provider of of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Perfect. Got it. There you go. 
I'm glad your computer works. I wasn't yeah. blocked, baby. Yeah, I know. That's true. I was. I <laughs> bring was, your own gear. I could have said something right there, but I'm leaving that one. Bring your yeah. own gear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What What were you saying, Scotty? Nothing. nothing. No, no, what? <laughs> That's right. You are saying nothing because I turned your mic off. Nice. All right, so what's the plan? Scott, you're fishing this week? I'm fishing this week. Uh, Kirk, you're going to the woods, right? I am going to you fish go, tomorrow go. and then watch You're going to fish tomorrow? Is that what you yep. just said? In that 30 knot wind, you're going to fish I'm going to try. We're going to get up in the morning and look at it. If it's bad, I'm fishing Monday. we're not going to do it. Okay, and, and, and then you're going to come on and watch soccer? I'm going to watch uh, USF. Uh, they are now 8-2-1, and one, mm-hmm. so they're uh, pretty high up in the division. Mm-hmm. So they're guaranteed a spot in the NCAA playoffs. Nice. And I think that uh, – You're going to travel to that? Um, yep, we're going to go do that. Where, do where's that at? North Carolina? It's either going to be in North Carolina. They might hold it in Tampa. Depends Ooh. on how they end up the season. Okay. Um, they're in Memphis today. They fly to Memphis today to play Memphis tomorrow. And they've got two more games after that. And we're actually going to go to see, while we're up in Pennsylvania taking care of Kate's mom's house, we're going to go to Temple, which is over in mm-hmm. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and watch them play uh, Temple University oh, that's cool. in Philly. Yeah, we told Maddie, hey, we're going to drive the two hours over and watch you play soccer. Boy, I'll tell you, Maddie's got to be, I mean, we're not talking about a worldwide travel, but she's getting to go in a lot of cool spots that she would have to pay oh, for. Arizona. You know, you know in, in a regular Tennessee. lifetime. Now she's going to Philadelphia. Yeah. And they've got a good team. Yeah. I mean, they've won a lot of games. Do I mean, they get any – do they get a day layover before or after, like, of – so do they travel the day time. before? Yeah, they travel the day before. Do so they get today, to like look around a little today bit? Today they're no? traveling to Memphis, and they'll play tomorrow. Yeah, they'll they'll they'll, they'll probably have a curfew. I understand that, but yeah. I'm oh, just they saying, watch them like they, hawks. Yeah, Are you yeah, but me? I mean, can yeah. they just go out and see the town, not out on the town, uh, see the town? I don't know about that. I think they all travel as a group. They hang out as a group. There's not a lot of that socialization stuff when they're there. Uh, they're focused where they on, can go see the Philadelphia ta- uh, Bell, you know, the Liberty. I don't know if they'll do all that, that, that when they're in Philly. <laughs> do you bring the Liberty Bell? The Liberty Bell? Yeah. You're going to ding the bell? <laughs> the Philadelphia Bell? Whatever. Here, you better you better take this fruit. You need some fruit, man. Here, take that banana. You need some fruit. You're having some issues today. I don't know. He's dinging the bell. Philadelphia Bell. Who knows? Is that got a crack in it too? I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of cracks going around today. That's I love for you, sure. brother. I love you too. <laughs> Good. Um, sorry, I'm so I got, glad. I sorry, got sorry, I got eight dozen trip yesterday. Man, he's gonna he's gonna have well, to. Well, see, have that's a, a complex I'm still having. I was for yesterday. You know what? He's gonna need a hug before we leave this he studio. Is. I, I ain't just haven't it. got over that. I, you know, Are we drawing straws? <laughs> <laughs> well, the dog's still out in the box. Bring yeah. the dog back in here. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> a little fancy. Fancy would give you some love. I know. That's the only thing that I get oh anymore. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Poor Scotty. Oh, dear. I'm so glad the show ends in two minutes. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I am. You're going to miss me when I'm gone. There's a song about that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Song remains the same? Yeah. Eat that fruit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep the banana. Keep the banana. Put it on the boat. Well, I mean, I can't because. Th- no, well, I it's mean. a good banana. No, I mean, I have no problem with bananas, but I don't <laughs> eat them while I'm, yeah, out on the boat. As long as they go through oh, by man. the time I go fishing, I'm fine. He's going right. to have a complex before he leaves here, you know that? Uh, oh, he not. had a complex before yeah. he got here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there he goes. Now he's eating a banana. That'll yeah. make you feel better. Go ahead. Yeah. Comfort food. Comfort food. Comfort <laughs> food. <laughs> banana. Yeah. Folks, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some I just got that one. fine sponsors. Oh, the Bearded Pig, Ring Power, Stack of Storage, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Big Pen Heating and Cooling. 
Coastal Equipment, TS Home Renovations. That would be my boy Travis at 510-4020. Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc. Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Shark Coatings, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, The Fire Watch, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, Steen Hatchie River Club, Bo Southwest Grill, and of course, the Nimnick family of dealerships. Guys, it's been fun. Damn good banana, Kurt. <laughs> wow. Wow, what a great way to end the show. For Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Scott Shank, it's Chris me. Wayne. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Remember, anything you do in the outdoors, Don't always think safety first. Don't get shanked. <laughs> See ya. See ya. See ya. The only remedy is at the end of my